What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Abzi. Thank you, Abzi, for joining. Yeah, in. of course. And Victor Magnuson from Fat Shark Games, working on Dark Tide. Worked on Vermintide One and Two. Dark Tide's the new yep. one coming out. What's the date officially for Dark Tide? At least 30th for right now. of November. <laughs> All right, <laughs> November thirtieth. Hey, a yeah. week a week after my birthday works out well. That's you good. know, that's yeah, we, good. we had two people on our Discord who it is their birthday, and they were like, "Dude, that's dude, awesome. November birthdays, man." Everyone's uh, parents, you know, they did it in in February and uh, in Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. So you know <laughs> exactly, it's Valentine's kids. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, track yeah, yeah. it. That's true. Um, so people who are listening, we're gonna talk about everything. We're gonna ask some questions about Vermintide and and rolling into Darktide, so that people get an idea of what Victor and the company and the team have all done when it when it when we talk about moving to another you know to another game from an original that is considered by many to be one of the better you know four person. What do we yeah. call those? I mean, what what is that genre even? What are we? Is it like, like four person? I, I guess Left for Dead like started it kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and then okay. and then it blossomed, and then yeah, yeah and it, it it's it's definitely in the vein of Left 4 Dead. I mean, I, there's no, I were not ashamed at all of saying that Left 4 Dead was it's a good place by to far the biggest oh, no, for sure. on on Vermintide. We we, I mean, we even said like one of the reasons why we wanted to do Vermintide was nobody was doing Left 4 Dead three, so we went like, yeah, let's let's do Left 4 Dead three, but in in Warhammer. So, How many yeah. games do you guys think are done that way? We talked about this Cyberpunk. You know, it sold well, right? But yeah, yeah. It, it does have its issues. And I personally believe there has to be multiple companies going, guys, we could probably nail a cyberpunk style game. Shadowrun is one of the larger <laughs> IPs. Deus Ex, of yeah. course. We've already heard some, you know, some thought processes around that. But uh, but first of all, so people know you've you've been you've come on. The, this will be like the fourth or fifth podcast with me. But can you explain yeah. what you do? Um, and sure. maybe some of the past games you've worked on, and then you know if your role has changed, moving into Darktide or Vermintide, and, and you, any any of yeah. the history for you. So I've been with Fat Shark for almost fourteen years now. In February, um, so I've worked at Fat Shark pretty much the entirety of Fat Shark's existence. I've worked on every game that we have created in some capacity. Some of them I didn't work on because we have multiple projects at the same time. So I wasn't like officially working on them, yeah. but, but in one way or another, I've been working on everything. Um, I started out as QA. Um, I was the first QA at a Fat Shark. Uh, first game I worked on was Lead and Gold, uh, which was our first sort of solo title. Mm -hmm. Fat Shark existed for about a year before I joined in. Uh, we were doing sort of work for hire, uh, helping other studios complete games. So the first game Fat Shark worked for, well, on was uh, the Terminator Salvation game mm -hmm. made by Grin. We did all the rail sequences in that game. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I started working there and I've been working there for, yeah, 14 years. Now I am head of design, which means I'm, um, well, head of level design, game design, and uh, sound design. Uh, I am a game designer uh, from the start on, but sort of on a, that's sort of my company role, but mm -hmm. on a day to day, uh, on a project, I am the team captain of the world team, which means that we make all the levels basically. So our team makes all the missions. So I, I work a hell of a lot with the level designers and the sound designers and the art uh, department, environment art, uh, level art, stuff like that. So yeah, that, that's what I do like on a daily basis. But then 
at FatShark, a lot of us have like multiple hats. So my second hat is head of design. So I also like recruit most of the designers, level designers, stuff like that, and and just make sure that we have good people and everybody's happy and stuff like that. At yeah. 15 years, which is a long time in game, mm -hmm. I, I think anybody would agree that 15 years is probably a very long time almost at any developer. Um, for example, yeah. Bonnie Ross, who recently left Microsoft, I think she was 25 years total at Microsoft, if I remember right, and then 15 at yeah. uh, 343 or something. Um, have you, what's one of the biggest changes you've noticed in 15 years? It doesn't even have to be in with the, Fat Shark. I just mean in the industry, mm -hmm. but it can also be at Fat Shark. What's has it been engine? Uh, you know, the the engines, of course, have been having yeah, a yeah, huge influx, yeah. man. And uh, game development uh, as a whole, like with all their advances and yeah. and everything. Probably the biggest change, and it changed quite a few times, is the sort of way we uh, um, sell games or how games are made and how you make a product out of them, like. When I started, um, it was either Lead and Gold was like one of the first games on Xbox uh, Arcade, or was supposed to be on Xbox Arcade, and that was like super new. And games like what was it, like Peggle, and yeah, was oh, the, Peggle. the first sort of yeah, that, like Geometry yeah, Wars, really, and stuff. Geometry, Geometry Wars. Wars, and this really small. So it it opened up for smaller studios to be able to create smaller games and get a place and, a, and a, like a, the possibility to reach out to more people. So that was like the first thing that really changed everything for us. And then everything going digital. And I mean, a, a Steam was around before, way before I started, but uh, like how Steam has evolved into sort of what it is today. Yeah has changed stuff a lot. I mean, Steam has always been our major platform, like our biggest platform for all of our games. All of our games or Vermintide series has turned into sort of service type games because right. people want us to keep making stuff for it. So we keep making stuff for it. It's, I mean, at Vermintide, we didn't plan to be like that. Like when we created it, we just created a Vermintide, like a, a game. And then people wanted more maps. So we made more maps and people wanted more careers. So we made stuff like that. So that's an evolution, I think. Like you have to think about. I think, and I think the game turns out better if you think about that stuff from the start. So you can build it from the start with that in mind. Um, yeah, so. versus maybe adding. Yeah, you, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Versus like having to think of it afterwards, and you've made all these decisions in the development where that becomes really difficult. Like uh, that definitely happened in Vermintide One. We there was a lot of things that we had done, just random decisions that you do in development that made it really hard after a while for us to add more stuff. Um, gotcha. Um, like the VO system or whatever. It was a bunch of things. And we tried to do it a little better in Vermintide 2 and Darktide is, has even more of that sort of forethought. Like every system is in the game has the sort of baked in from the design that it is something that we can build upon uh, for years and years and years. Yeah, I was going to say... I was going to say you guys like really knocked it out of the park with the uh, DLC for, for Vermintide 2. My favorite mm -hmm. being the, the drunk mission. I fucking yeah, love that mission. I, I, that's, man. I, <laughs> I was very much part of that. Yeah. It's, it's awesome, man. It's fun. really yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm guessing you guys yeah, have was... like, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. But it was like, um, it was the, was it the one year anniversary? I think it was the one year of anniversary. We wanted to do something just stupid like <laughs> we've done all these sort of more serious missions and everything we just wanted to give the players something that is a bit wacky and and also like every mission had to be sort of the same length and stuff like that since 
people play them to get loot. And if one mission is uh, sort of shorter or longer or something like that, it either won't get played or it gets played all the time. So, but with that mission, the idea was oh. it's only going to show up when whenever we have like a celebration. So let's do, let's go insane that. and just do some weird. Yeah, things. you guys have to uh, keep getting drunk, stay getting yeah, drunk yeah. throughout the whole mission. It was amazing. You know, I'm I guessing had... you have. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no uh, I was just going to say, I'm guessing you have plans for the longevity of Dark Tide as well already put in uh, place. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I think that when you look at as games as a service too, like your guys' idea, and this is just what I've seen, is. Yeah is different than a lot of people where I think when I hear games as a service, I'm thinking something completely negative. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. It, it you guys have steered well away from the things that I, I mean, you guys have admitted, you know, you've had a patch that didn't work out or blah, blah, blah. It's not the same thing mm -hmm. as what I'm talking about, where games as a service is basically like, here's a battle pass. Everything's locked behind it. And I think one of the big problems with games as a service is as a term, it really means 85 different things. And what we haven't yeah. done is figured out a way to say, all right. So, for example, when I was growing up, it was expansions, not DLC. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Shivering Isles, yeah. which made you yep. not believe what you were seeing. However, the big problem with games now and games back then was the bump to new games people will instantly go to if you don't deliver continual content. And, yep. you, you know, so that idea of, of DLC is great. Blood and Wine did it. I mean, it's Abzi's favorite DLC, or maybe the Stone one. No, you know, no. Hearts but, of Stone is my favorite. Yeah. But but that's a very rare thing. We're not all CDPR, and CDPR wasn't even themselves yeah. when they made Cyberpunk. So let's just be honest. <laughs> Success continually is very difficult to do in, in the video yeah. game market. But what I like, I think, I get why people are so nervous about games as a service, and and it's it's because, dude, it's got it's it's wrapped up with micros NFTs now. It's wrapped up with so many things that if you try to do something different, you have to really sit and explain because somebody can go off for one second and be like, okay, it's for sure this and not realize. What I liked about Vermintide was that you guys had, I mean, are we calling them expansions or just DLC? We call them DLC, uh, but that, that had its problems as well because some of them was paid and some of them were free. Yeah, right. Um, back then, and, and this has changed as well. Like when we did Vermitide 1, we actually had, it was hard for us to release something for free because then it didn't show up in Steam. So nobody really knew about it. So it didn't make sense for oh, us at all to do that. Right. So we, so we actually sort of had to uh, charge for stuff to get some to kind of it, eye on yeah, it. to get some kind of traction and just sort of it didn't make sense to just release something and nobody knew about it like so so that that's also something but that has changed now now you can do like free updates and you still mm -hmm. get like a, a presence on the store page and stuff like that so people actually know that you released it which is nice um uh, but yeah, I mean, games as a service, it is a really tricky thing. I, I mean, I get the same sort of knee-jerk reaction as anybody else does when they hear that. But at the same time, it's the, I mean, Vermintide and the games we make, they 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 function very well as a, as a service game. I mean, people have played Vermintide for 8,000 hours. Of course, we have to create more content for them to, for them yeah. to play. It's insane. I mean, we I, I'd never imagined that somebody would play a game that I have made for 8,000 hours. It's insane to me, but that's what people do. And, and if they do that, we need to give them something to do. So, and, and if we're going to keep working on the games, we need to charge somehow. So either you do uh, like packets, like expansions, DLCs, whatever you call it, or you do some kind of microtransaction stuff. And that can be good or it can be bad. Like you have to figure that out. So it's a difficult decision, but some 
at some point we have to make money because we're a company. So we have to charge in some way. We try to find the most, the best way where we think we can make enough money to keep working on the game at the same time, not piss people off and feel that people feel like they are paying for something that is valuable and that is good. And I don't know, but it's a really tricky, that's a super, super tricky situation for game devs. The reason why I like to have you guys on too, is because you just described something that I would say 99% of people don't know, which is if you had originally done something free on steam, there would be no traction Mm. because at that original time they weren't, you know, you weren't popping up on the store page, which I wasn't even, dude, it wasn't even. And then you also mentioned something that just blew my mind, which is, of course, a shorter mission, if it's got more gold or whatever, will be played more than a longer mission that doesn't. And the moment you said it, I was like, that uh, that set off like a little a little light bulb above my head because now I sort of I, understand it, why I hear people talk about meta sometimes in your games or other games mm-hmm. where they're like we're running this and a lot of times I'm like that's grind to me that honestly I, I like but and I get why people like it but I I don't really grind even MMOs you know I'm I'm more of a if it's yeah. content so I'll check out your DLC but I won't sit there but now I sort now I sort of get it what were you gonna say. Yeah, like Vermintide 1, everybody played Magnus Tower, the first mission, which was Mm -hmm. the first mission. It was like the most straightforward mission. Uh, and it was played like 60% more than any other mission. They, I oh, don't wow. know the exact number, but it was like we had this uh, Korean guy that broke our backend, or he, he started crashing because he's reached like level 999. And he was like, the system couldn't <laughs> handle 1,000. So, so he started crashing. And when we looked at his data, he pretty much only played that mission. And that was because it was like the easiest mission. It was the mission that people felt more, most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the shortest, but it was like perceived to be the shortest and easiest mission. So everybody just played that. And I mean, sure, that's fine. But uh, at the same time, people will get bored after a while if you just play one mission. So that's a problem. We tried to solve it in, in Vermintide 2 by adding... Um, the quick play button so people could like you that was the easiest way to find the game and then it would sort of direct you in different ways instead instead of just playing the same mission so that's like one of the reasons for the quick play button in vermintide 2 was to make sure that people had a more varied experience and didn't burn out on just playing the same mission over and over and over again yeah i feel like right now with games like with the internet these days it's like um you know People are gonna post the meta always. People are gonna post yep. the best yeah. builds, the best it's true. you know, it's true. methods yeah. to do things. Has that like kind of changed um uh, from a design perspective, how you make these kind of you know customizations to like yeah. let's say talents to levels? Um definitely there are ideas that we come up with that we don't do because we realize if we do this people will abuse it so we can't do it so we have to rethink it or redo it so there has been really good ideas or really fun ideas especially Mm -hmm. it's usually right this would be really fun like this kind of this would be a really fun thing whatever it is but but if we do this this way it's gonna break the game people are gonna only do this or they're gonna Mm -hmm. use they're gonna abuse it in this way and so we can't do it this way we have to come up with some other way so i that that's one of the parts of game design that annoys me the most where you have like a good idea but you can't do it because of reason guy on the internet breaks the system <laughs> and like do like this uh, and it just becomes this weird sort of thing where everybody has to run backwards through the missions because that's the fastest way of leveling up or whatever it is like it, and that's that's really sad but yeah and and also i mean we think about it when it comes to patches and stuff like that because we want right. to you don't want to have a stalemate so you want to sometimes switch it up and like yeah. do yeah. something 
that's like just completely sort of turns Off everything on its head and people have to like oh shit Adapt. i don't know what to do now yeah. and i have to think up again and like you there's like it takes a while and then the meta sort of is yeah because like the beginning of the patch when you're theory crafting yeah. that's like the most exciting time right yeah when you're trying to figure out what is actually like what is going to work there's a little bit yeah. more experimentation you, in those moments did you guys play classic uh, world of warcraft when it came yes oh I'm hell playing, yeah it, i'm playing i'm playing wrath of the lich king now as well <laughs> I, 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 i'm doing that as well but i mean yeah. that was an experience because it was very different was all, yeah it was so different from when we played it back in the day i i played it i played world of warcraft since beta yeah uh, like vanilla beta and i mean now everything was known like you knew exactly what to do you knew or what to well, the raids are so easy not, now yeah, yeah everything was super easy because everybody knew everything yeah, and you also yeah. knew exactly which like okay while leveling up you should do this dungeon and you should only look for this item and you should have like this is exactly you don't need anything else don't do don't do that that's just stupid it's just a waste of time or the, so there are these add-ons that give you an arrow and tell you okay exactly. now you move this way curse <laughs> exactly. wasn't it curse curse was the, one curse of them has all the add-ons yeah. right? all the add-ons yeah, so yeah. It, I mean, I, I, it completely changed that game because you knew everything. Everything was known. The meta was already established. Everything was there. So it's like, it's become a completely different game. It's still fun. It's still nostalgic and all that stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm playing Wrath right now. Same. And, and it's like, it, for me, it's like my comfort food. It's like, I just I just love leveling up and just doing all that stuff. But but, but at the same time, it's not at all the same thing. Yeah, the the magic of exploration and not knowing and doing MMOs will never like, be the same. Man. No, 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 exactly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they, when when I played World of Warcraft the first time, it was it was like such an experience and such a journey and adventure and like going into Ashenvale the first time and getting ganked before yeah. I even knew it was PvP and shit like that. It was like what the fuck? Like we were like hiding behind trees and like everything was so sort of innocent and fun. And now it's just like uh, yeah, no, this is how you do it. <laughs> For yeah. MMOs, one of the things the, I would yeah. love is to go into places that were way too high and sneak and see if I could kite yeah, around yeah. enemies. And yeah. we have old video. We're talking. I had to record it with a camcorder because I didn't even have a, a, a cpu recorder at the time of us playing original war world of warcraft on a hacked windows 98 se edition to get the memory high enough to play and we were playing it and we were just sneaking around and the, the exploration is why i don't grind because i do need mm. new content but this sort of brings me into dark tide so you've got all of these ideas that you tried vermintide one two and i think most people would agree that when it comes to like Dude, I've talked about this a million times, but to me, the the good combat almost always means uh, a, some kind of almost stall when you hit an enemy there where you feel the sword bite. And yep. that's when you're like, boom, that works. So Vermintide comes out. And I'm like, oh, my God, hit me with the sound effects. I'm like hitting people with shield. Everything feels like visceral uh, Dark Messiah Might and Magic might be one of the only ones I've ever really said, you know, I like that combat versus Vermintide. Yeah. But you jump into Darktide, and this is what confused me with Darktide. I've always thought of Darktide and Warhammer 40,000 as ranged weapons mostly. Mm -hmm. So I've seen, obviously, you guys, that's not exactly the way you guys are going, but I would what, I, what I'd like to know, was that a difficulty did you guys ever just think about doing ranged mostly like a back for blood? Cause back for blood would be considered the ranged version yeah. of, of like a Vermintide style yeah, game. Yeah. What, how did that all come about where you looked at dark tide and were like, okay, what are we going to do? That we, I mean, 
we there was never an option to sort of get rid of melee combat that is our thing yeah. uh, basically that, that's like that's our secret sauce that's mm -hmm. what we we are it best is. at so that, that, there was there was never even a discussion if we wouldn't do like that, let's get completely rid of melee out control but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's like that that's no chance but <laughs> and also <laughs> like um most 40k uh, units they always have like a sword as well so i yeah, mean it's, right. it is there it, it is definitely there so it's it's not a it's not a stretch to imagine that you do use a lot of melee so so that that was fine but what we had to do was we realized like even before we started that if we're going to do 40k we have to put the same time and effort into our ranged combat as we do with yeah. our melee combat yeah so we we spent Maybe one and a half years purely on the ranged combat just to get it right. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, Jeez. damn. Damn. Because, like, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we had never really done ranged combat in, in that sense. Not not in a, like, modern... Gunplay. Like, uh, like uh, Vermintide has ranged combat, but it is very... If you put that ranged combat in Call of Duty and it feels really <laughs> yeah bad. right, right. It, 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 range combat in in vermintide is there for like variation it's there for certain circumstances like yeah there's a special i bring up my my crossbow and i snipe him and i kill him and stuff like that i shoot like one shot get rid of it back to melee and go melee like it, it, it they're like our bows i think are amazing but still it's not like it's not uh, like modern FPS, uh, mm -hmm. ADS, reloads, all that's like in Vermintide 1, we don't even have reloads. Like the reloads in Vermintide 1 is like this, you shoot, boom, and then it goes. And then it's yeah, up. right. We, yeah. we didn't have time to do reloads in Vermintide 1, so we didn't do them. Uh, that's not okay in like a modern FPS with like real like um, assault rifle type weapons. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time really a lot of time working yeah no and it pays off i mean the trailer man the gunplay looks fucking amazing I, um, uh, yeah I, I can i can um, sort of tell you that it is pretty fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah were there any like um fundamental changes you had to make in terms of like level design or enemy design when it came to yeah. switching to that style of gameplay yeah definitely i mean vermintide has ranged enemies but very few of them i think we didn't even really have them apart from like the specials layer uh until we did beastmen and they came in with uh with archers uh but i mean they're very rudimentary uh ranged yeah. enemies they sort of stand and they shoot an, uh, a bow and arrow to uh, on you and like they don't do anything really um so the first thing we realized that that was i mean that's also part of it we wanted we needed to create enemies that worked with range proper range combat so we needed to create like a cover system for the enemies uh so they take cover they behave like ranged enemies do when you shoot at them like what do they do they go behind cover and they you nice. have like they if you shoot close to them they hide and stuff like that all that like stuff that you take for granted in the fps basically we had to we never really done that so we had to create all of that so yeah it took us quite a while to get it and yes it has to change both level design i mean vermintide we never had to care about like covers and stuff like that here we have we have you have to think of both. We don't have a cover system for the player, but for the enemies, you have a cover system. So mm -hmm. they need cover to sit behind. And you, but you also need cover for the players, even though we don't have a cover system. Like there's no sort of button to sit behind the cover, but it's still, you can hide behind cover. Yeah. So we need to think about that as well. So yeah, it, it has changed quite a bit uh, of both level design and game design and everything. Yeah. So that feeds uh, back to a question that I had written down right when I uh, talked to you about doing this, which is, so the level design I've always felt in Vermintide. Okay, so so that people understand, like Warhammer's old, 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's like most people, pl- not most, but a lot of people playing, you know, any of these games weren't alive. Yeah, it's eighty three for the original I think, uh, and eighty seven. I think forty K at five eighty seven or something. Yeah. yeah, I looked it up a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. and the crazy. AI did as well because I saw the AI question about this, which I'm going to ask you in a bit. Uh, so you look at this right, and you see all this stuff. A lot of people don't know this world that's had, especially with Warhammer, they've had their bad years or decades, mm. and now I would personally say we're in a really fine time. There's still some games that are a little lower quality, but, but Warhammer is definitely coming up where you're just like, man, space Marine got announced space Marine two, yeah, which yeah. I got to tell you, that's like, that's like two birthdays in the same year for me to hear <laughs> about space. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? We're, we're getting all this yeah. cool stuff. But when I, I'm a huge fan of Warhammer fantasy role play, as well as, you know, and, and Vermintide's look and the, the like stooped buildings and everything looking like you're just going to mm. get tetanus if you fall down. Like it all looks nasty. <laughs> yeah. So then Try you go me. into the future and you guys are in a hive city. Um, yeah. When it comes to level designers, which is good that you're one of the people that did. How do you how do you make it look as varied? Here's one of the issues I've noticed in other sci-fi games is that once they go future sci-fi too far, there's a loss of like atmosphere. And and I think Warhammer maybe helps that just because it's Warhammer. But did you guys ever notice when you come out of your amazing like forest levels and all this crazy crap from Vermintide and then you're like, okay, pipes and steam. How did you guys make sure that those are like visually impactful to where people are, you know, are, are visually still attracted to mm. going to this point. Cause I got to tell you Vermintide, yeah. that's the best part about Vermintide one and two. There would be a point I would see and I would be like, and I didn't know if it went anywhere, but my, it looked cool. And that to me yeah. is like, I know I might not be the same as Abby, Abzi, who's maybe wanting loot. I'm not that way. I'm like, <laughs> that building looks awesome. And I want to go there. Got to get all the tomes, all the grim ones. Oh, dude, don't talk about the tomes. If anybody, that gives me, that triggers me. How did you guys make that transition? Was there difficulties uh, or were you ready? Was it time to do this? And maybe I mean, it is, uh, it has been a hell of a lot harder than in Vermintide. Making missions uh, has taken a lot longer than it did in Vermintide. In Vermintide, it was easy. I mean, one part is 50% of the screen in Vermintide was um, the sky, pretty much. So you didn't have to do anything there. Here oh, we yeah. have 360 That's... degrees is something. So we have right. to build everything. True. Right. Like, you're, you are never really truly outside in this game. So like the yeah. high city is the size of the uh, United States. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking big. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they're awesome, so, by the way. Uh, yeah. So that was, and yeah, it, so we, we lost that part of it. Like that trick. We, we like, oh, the, the classic sort of... Um, did you can you if you can see the the mountain over there you can, you get can to go it. there yeah <laughs> oh god skyrim yeah, thanks todd anymore. so i uh, i think one way uh, that we that one the, the way we have to do it is just sort of much more work much more lighting lighting has a much bigger role mm. um it is much more important to have really good lighting and and lighting has been a real challenge because you're supposed to be inside all the time and it's supposed to be dark and gritty, but you still want to see stuff. Yeah. So it's supposed to be dark, but it can't really be dark. So you right. have to get that sort of in between where it looks dark, but it's actually kind of bright. Mm-hmm. That was really hard. It took us about a year, two years to get right. Damn. Um, stuff like that. So yeah, and, and like lighting has been um in, in Vermintide, uh we like the level artist just did the lighting. We had one guy that sort of was a little bit more specialized in lighting, but he also so did all the level arting and stuff like that. Uh, but now we have, he's he's transitioned into full-time lighting and we have 
another lighting artist. So, and we're actually looking for a third one. So, uh, yeah, it's a bigger, much, much bigger problem and, and, or not a problem, but a, like a um, thing that needs to be done and needs to be done well. And it's much more difficult and harder to do. It also, um, I would assume hits your fill rate a little bit on cards and, you know, cause you're drawing, you, yeah, 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 yeah. you're drawing stuff, not the sky. Hell of a, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Have you had to rewrite um, are you, same engine, right? Is this correct to say this is it's the same? It's the same, same engine, but the code base is completely, completely rewritten. Yeah. So okay. everything is new, but it's it's like it's it's based in the same engine. It's still our own Stingray engine that we developed mm -hmm. to, from mm -hmm. the start. But it's it's a new, I mean, it's not the same engine. But I, I, since we don't, it's our own engine. It's not like it's Stingray 2. Like it doesn't. It's just a new version of the engine. So yeah, yeah. but a lot of the stuff has changed. Like the occlusion system is different. Uh, much and much of the like lighting systems and stuff like that is completely new. Okay. But the, the classic sort of coder thing, engine coder thing, happened a few weeks ago. I mean, we were working on performance and stuff now. So uh, and like optimization and stuff like that. So and all of a sudden, he found a one line of code that uh, added 1.5 gigs of memory on oh. every mission. <laughs> and he was like, oh. we were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we were like picking out the units and trying to get the memory down. And he was like, yeah, I found this one line here. Boop. Oh, it's 1.5 gigs. We were like, what? The <laughs> wow. That's a classic sort of, it, we usually joke about that like early on in, in development that like somebody should add the line where you can just remove it later on and everything starts And get working. performance. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. uh, there actually was one of those lines in the game this time. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. That was a, a good day. Um. <laughs> I was talking to the developers for, um, because I love doing the walk in the walk videos and I got to do Valhalla. Um, mm. And there's so many things that they do. And one of the new ones, maybe not new, but one of the ones they've done certainly in the last three, which is your open world ones, is they do an AI style Q&A, not replacing the Q. I want to make sure everybody knows they're not replacing mm. QA. But what they do is something I found ingenious, which is they they leave for the night and they actually have the computer teleport Avor 15 yeah. meters around we, the game world. We have that as well. You do? Okay, dude, this yeah, we is have, so... Uh, do, we have, am uh, I just so slow and you guys all have this? Or nah, I guess we didn't have it on Vermintide, so it's oh, new okay. for us. But but okay. in, in, Verm in Darktide, we have four or five computers that's playing the game all the time. The, the computer, they load everything, they compile everything, and it just spits out error messages. But it also actually plays the missions and stuff like that. So it, it walks through the missions, yeah. Is that also in some rudimentary way, or maybe the actual way that you handle AI coworkers, uh, sorry, coworkers, not coworkers, AI, <laughs> AI players. So is that, are those, is that data then? Like the bots? Yeah. Does that, mm -hmm. does that create the brain of the bots in some way? Obviously they need to be dumber. Uh, no, 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 no. Is there a reason no, they, they, why you can say it no, doesn't? I, th I think I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly okay. how the okay. testify system works in detail, but I think that is much simpler and it just sort of, teleports around or stuff like that. I, I don't know we yeah. get cheats in all kinds of ways yeah of course uh, of course that's the only way to do it right humans <laughs> yeah. will always beat or at least for a long time unless it's accuracy right will always yeah. i mean accuracy i've played arma before and been shot 800 yards away by some dude with an m4 and you're just yeah. like what's happening <laughs> because you can crank that ai but when you hmm. i i like your guys's stuff and I, i've always felt i really like the bots in vermintide sometimes i don't back for blood originally came out and had a, a, a grotesque number of things i didn't like and they have hmm. patched that thing to bliss and i think that goes back to your conversation about patching 
and DLC and, you know, where you're like, okay, this didn't work. What if we change one thing? And I know a lot of gamers and I will definitely ding a game if it's buggy on day one. But I do believe that there's something magically, insanely. Imagine if you were a book author and you wrote a book and somebody said page 76 is stupid. And you were able to go and look at page 76 and say, oh, yeah, man, that's (laughs) that's poorly written. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing a rapper, they do a rap and they're like, this does this one song 13. I'm not a fan of it, but let's change some stuff up. And now 13 has been patched. And I know nobody wants that. But what I'm saying is when things just don't work because you guys can't prepare for 100,000 players, nobody can. That's not the way the world works. So I love the way you guys have set stuff up. Uh, Was it Winds of Magic? Winds of Magic is the other is the other DLC you guys did, right? Am I getting that name right? Yeah, yeah, or, one of them, yeah. One of them. Yeah. And you guys have always been really open about, hey, this worked, this didn't work. When it comes to Dark Tide Psychers, so we're we're looking at these classes, so people know you got the Zealot, and I, I'm reading this right. It says an yeah. uh, Inquisitorial Acolyte type with a bull cut, obviously, a power hammer and a scroll down their front. The Veteran, an Imperial Guard Stormtrooper with a gas mask and lays gun. The Ogren... They're, they're, they're um, customizable, so you can they're, make them look... You can make your own you And we will get to the customization. So yes, I should um, I should state, this is what some people saw in previews and in video. The Ogren yeah, yeah. Uh, toting a massive slug gun and a cutlass, which is... That's an awesome mix. And the Psyker, a hooded, warp-powered Psyker who needs no equipment. Their, their mind is a weapon. Here's my question. Let's talk about customization. Mm. I pick the Psyker. Am I changing the color of my magic if I'm customizing? Or is it the look of my guy? It's the look of your guy. Look at your guy. Okay. And so when you look at the Psyker, um, I don't want to, I certainly don't want to. So if I ask a question, you can't answer it. We can always cut it too. But do they have a, do they have like a ESP up close weapon? I mean, the, the psychers will have uh, a breath of weapons, and they will have even non-magical weapons as well. Since, like, the oh, okay. um, I mean, in, in Vermintide, we were limited to what weapons each character could have because they were an elf and a dwarf and a human and stuff like that. So they, uh, an elf doesn't use uh, other weapons than elf weapons, and same thing with dwarfs and stuff like that. But since now we're at least, apart from the Ogren, the three other classes are all human, so they could all use human weapons. So they will be sharing some weapons in between the different classes. Uh, Ogren has its own kit because his kit is like twice the size twice of Twice the size, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's gigantic. But the other ones can share some weapons. They don't, they don't share, everybody has their own sort of um, like identity weapons that are like only for them but at the same time some of them where it makes sense they can share so you will definitely see psychers that are not wielding um, like um, a four staff or something like that mm-hmm. and maybe it has a pistol or something like that instead uh, so that's going to be really interesting and cool but they they do have like every class has their own abilities and their own uh, grenade loadout so that's unique per per class so the on the side, if you've seen our footage that we've shown, the sort of head popping that the psycho does, yeah, where it yeah, goes yeah, and it pops the head. That's actually the grenade ability for the for that psycho. So that's like the boys, man. The yeah, one lady yeah. and the boys can just pop people's heads. That's sweet. That's a you sweet know, move. W- one of my favorite things in Vermintide was like the banter between the characters, and obviously yeah. they're like pre-done characters. So mm-hmm. um, other than you know cosmetic changes, obviously. Do you think um, the the ability to customize your character has it had any other fundamental changes to the game? 
Yeah, I mean, so you can you can completely decide how you want to look. We have a full customization system where you can like select face, hair, uh, scars, tattoos, uh, skin color, uh, gender, stuff like that. Um, and then you, we also have like you get to decide your backstory. So that's it's more like uh, narrative. Oh, very it's not nice. Super, it's mm -hmm. not super important, or it doesn't like have any gameplay. Yeah, effect. right. But if you want to be a a veteran that that comes from Cadia and you grew up, I'm guessing uh, that changes their like, voice. Yeah, uh, no, no, actually not. But it does change some of the cosmetic op options. So oh, maybe interesting. there's a store oh. that you can only have if you're from Cadia or right, like nice. stuff like that. Uh, but then the last option is to select your personality, and your personality is your uh, yeah. your voice option. Yeah. So oh. each each class has three different personalities, and so and each of those personalities is pretty much the same as one of the characters in Vermintide. So oh, gotcha. each class actually has, and, and since you can be male and, uh, and and female, there's actually six different options per class. Per so class, yeah, yeah. So there's there's three male veterans and there's three female veterans and then three salads and so forth and so forth so there's uh, Damn. a ton of, of, the, of, of, of voiceover and the cool thing is with this system and and it's not just sort of a different actor doing the same lines it's completely different lines so there's a it's a different right so it's not have... like tense versus action it's just totally no, a no, different no, no. thing it's not just that same completely yeah. different, different person saying the exact same right thing. so you can have a group of four veterans everybody's playing the same class but they've chosen different personalities and they will have conversations. So, oh, and shit, they will, cool. so that's the cool thing. And so, so like the, I mean, the amount of like narrative and VO to find this game is insane, mind boggling because it's like the combination is like so much more than we had in Vermintide. In Vermintide, we had five characters and you always picked four of them. So one was like, Sure, and that was insane as well. Like there were so many things that could happen depending if you played this mission with this setup and like this thing happened, they would have this conversation. But now it's like that, but with four classes times six different personalities. Well, only three for the organ, so it's times whatever. Blah, blah. I, I don't mm -hmm. know. We have a hell of a lot of feel. A lot. <laughs> and, and, and another cool thing is that um, like as you level up, as you rank up in the Inquisition, the VO will also change. So you will start having oh other my different lines that you Thank oh, God. Wow. So it's, no more Skyrim. So, Somebody yeah. stole your sweet roll. You're level 60. You've killed three. <laughs> and they're like, you can't go in. And you're all, dude, I'm wearing the skin of your mom. Like, That's you wouldn't really cool. backtalk me. Like, they mature as you level up in the game and get yeah. more experience. Yeah. Very cool. That's, That's awesome. The, our, our VO system is insane. And it, the amount of lines is insane. And uh, like, it's, yeah. You're, you're, it's going to take you a hell of a long time until you've heard everything that you can. Yeah, I That's mean, really cool. people, you know, as what are we? What is it back for? Blood, what? No, what's the one that started all this? Left for Dead. Left. Thank you. Yeah. I a game that just <laughs> escaped me. I never really di dived into that as much. But when you see all these and they've all got their little claim to fame and all this kind of stuff, one of the things I like about and this is not a shortcut. I want to make sure people are listening. But when I look at Warhammer. In a way, Warhammer, as long as Games Workshop is cool, Warhammer works for itself in many ways. There's as long as you're pretty, uh, you know, I would say reflective of the fiction itself. And especially as somebody myself, I have no issue if they slightly change something as long as the dwarf isn't there, you know, riding a dragon, you know, where you're just like, what's happening? Like, this is nothing like it. But I've always felt each one has their little place. And it's so funny to me 
that I know far less people who know that Games Workshop and Warhammer is a thing, but they know Vermintide's combat is a thing. You guys stepped hmm. up past the fiction in Vermintide, which I found interesting because a lot of times it's the fiction and then people are just happy to be there. What yeah. I found with Vermintide is I was happy to be there. And as a fan of the fiction, that works for me, but it doesn't need yeah. to be. And no. so when you jump into Dark Tide, and I've talked to you about this before a little bit on Vermintide. So working with Games Workshop and stuff, and you look at these weapons, you brought it up when you're talking about the Ogren. So they're whatever size bigger than a human. When yeah, you like do twice. The, like twice, when you do these kind of things, do you, um, and I know you were saying you do a particular thing. And so some other people might do this. How do you figure out like what gun does what damage? It, it, do you track the game, the tabletop at all? Do they come and tell you, hey, this gun can't do this? Like, how does all that come about? There's definitely a discussion about Is what there? gun can do what. Uh, but it, 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 we have it partly with Games Workshop, but we have it mostly with our, like, internally. Oh, okay, Because gotcha. everybody at Fat Shark are insane Warhammer yeah, right. fanatics. So, so, and especially... Uh, uh, the the combat designer Mats, he is he's been into Warhammer forever, yeah. so he knows he knows that a last gun cannot do X Y and Z. It mm -hmm. has to be like this, uh, and an auto gun is this, and uh, a stab rifle is this, and whatever. Like like uh, he he knows. So we we we're our harshest critic is ourselves, but then of course then we have a discussion with with. Um, uh, with Games Workshop as well. So, as well. And sometimes we have to go a little bit outside of the lore, or at least not outside of the lore, but we have to interpret the lore to make sense in a game. Like yeah. um, an example is that our last guns actually have a uh, holosite on them. And the reason is that the last gun is created to be a really tiny little plastic uh, weapon that is this mm -hmm. big. <laughs> and it is not designed very well to be in downside basically so the site on the last gun is horrible so so we we try to get it working like with the how it looks on the model but it just you can't aim with that thing so we had to put a hollow side on it so and oh, that gotcha. is like for some it's that very but it was just like we have to do this it, it we can't make a game where you can't see what you're shooting so we have to do something <laughs> about it so i think that is a little bit sort of uh, uh, some people might say that oh that's not okay but you know, we have to do what we have to do. We made the hollow sites like look like um, they're like church uh, windows, so at least it feels 40k. Yeah, yeah, 40k, <laughs> man. They love their church space yeah. spaceships, right? Yeah. Sure. They're like, dude, yeah. here we come in our cathedral spaceship to kick the shit out of everybody. Do you have a question, Abzi? While I grab, I'm gonna grab the Discord questions while you're. Yeah, I was just asking about weapons. Um, did you guys also have to balance out like different weapons having different recoil or or, or spray yeah, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, they're all super unique and different and yeah yeah definitely they're uh almost to a a fault actually where it becomes hard to <laughs> itemize them because they're all so unique so they're hard to compare because Mats loves to make stuff unique and he he's very much sort of gameplay first uh so so it it makes them hard because it's like this weapon might do a hell of a lot of damage, but it's slower and it hits in a way that's different. But this weapon is fast, and like so, if you look at the stats, it looks like this is much worse than this, but it actually they're exactly the same because of reasons and stuff like that. So it makes them really hard for us to itemize and, and then compare and make a like good compar comparison. But but yeah, they, they, I mean the 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 matrix of how the 
different damage types and different swings and different whatnots is uh, I don't even dare looking at it because I don't understand. How it works also good it to hear works. though. I, I'm a huge fan yeah. of learning each gun's different, you know, recoil yeah, no, pattern. They, are, they are very different and very unique and very sort of everything has its own use. And the idea is to have um, like our goal is that you don't want to have a group with one setup you want to have a group with a very diverse setup of yeah. different mm -hmm. things and you want to like, even ask yourself you want to have maybe uh like your ranged weapon is this and then your melee weapon complements it or just sort of is it's good at something else so you have both options but at the same time we make sure that each class isn't like jack of all trades so they can handle the situation. Yeah, right. we want to make sure that of it's course. Uh, like um, we want to promote like different compositions and stuff like that so yeah it's true too because other than uh inquisitors um you know and some very specific characters that get it is a mulch factory i mean if you've ever played mm -hmm. warhammer people are dying 24 7 like it is uh, like yeah. so the i so uh, the jack of all trades is always cool to, it sounds cool but then most of the time you'll see in Warhammer games, especially where if somebody does have a jack of all trades and they get in the wrong position, the person who's specific for that will just absolutely destroy them. So the idea yeah. of this all, all sort of works together. I got some questions here. Um, Garrick asks, what do, you, what do you think is a good goal for future story and future character classes if you ever did any for this? Would, so for maybe for, for, for Dark Tide. For Dark Tide. Maybe any future classes you would like to do? Um, or if you don't want to talk about that future story. I don't story. know if I can say because yeah. I already know we're going to... Oh, we will do future classes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. And, and the story as well. And and we're much more prepared this time. Yeah, like to, you said. To, to do a sort of coherent story. It's already there from the get-go where we want to go and what we want to do. So that's... it's. It, oh, yeah. We've managed to do a more sort of coherent and more sort of... Yeah, a plot story. that sort of goes along without exactly, as many like yeah. gaps. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Abby. Yeah, about that, like, you obviously learned a lot from Vermintide. And, um, mm. you know, one of the cool things now, the internet, is that, you know, there's the community that's vocal. Yeah. Is there anything you would say you learned from the community in Vermintide or in-house feedback that you ended up, like, pushing into Darktide? I don't know if I can pinpoint anything. Uh, like, everything is, like, yeah, probably constantly. No, yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know if I can think of something that is, like, specific, but it happens all the time. I mean, we, we are constantly uh, looking at what the community says, and, like, we are updating and doing stuff, and, and we have learned so much from doing Vermintide 1 to what we know now and what we know works and doesn't work and what we know becomes problematic or whatever uh so yeah definitely but i don't know if i can think of something very specific that could... other than i think you did a little bit mm. even though it was because of the engine the story i do know a lot uh -huh. of people i talk to who were like the narrative's a little uh patchy you know and yeah. for some people that does matter so the idea that you're able to do that means the people who do like a story like myself who maybe want to play it through with different characters that is one thing that you guys have definitely been able to you know for whatever reason it's something that you guys know is important i mean but we do have we have a difficult job telling a traditional story because yeah. we can't really because it is multiplayer and it's always you're always playing missions we don't know what missions you're going to play in what order we don't want to force you into like a single player campaign before you get to play online with your buddies so 
Like Thank from you. <laughs> as soon as you leave the prologue and the tutorial and we know mm -hmm. like, okay, you know which buttons to press, you are allowed to do whatever you want and go play with wh whoever you want. So we can't tell a story where it's like, you're supposed to be this mission and then meet this mission and this mission and this mission. So we tell a story in a sort of, um, we have all these story pieces here. They, we throw them out and you pick them up in whatever order you like. And hopefully after you pick them all up, it starts to make sense and you start to sort of see a story. Something different in Vermintide, no, in Darktide though, is that we have actually a, one thing that we do know about the player is that they are going to level up. That's a, that's a straight line. So we do tell a story of your sort of journey as you level up in that's the position. That's cool. Yeah. So that's a, that's the story that we can tell. That is a straight line or a straight narrative. Uh, but other than that, the way we tell story is just bits and pieces. While you play missions, it's the conversations between the characters, and it's the different missions that have different stories within themselves. So, but we don't know which order you do them in, so we can't tell like a traditional story. But we will. Uh, we but since we know this now, we can have that as sort of our like stand like starting point. We know we don't can't tell you a traditional right. we're not even trying so we're, we're doing it like bits and pieces and the more you know the more you know and then after a while you started to understand the whole narrative and what's going on in this sort of story so i do like cool. the idea of the vocal work changing as you go up in power because that does tell its own story so that's like mm -hmm. yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so and that's even cooler because somebody could if they wanted play the same levels a couple times not even really get the over cloud story the larger story but they're still they realize they're more powerful which yeah, yeah. for a lot of gamers I mean, I'm not quite sure, but I certainly don't. I mean, this is something I ding on in most reviews when it comes to this. I can't remember a game that does change your voice work much um, as you go up in a level. Like, I'm, I legitimately can't. I just So the idea that you even have that is cool and then backed up by the typical gameplay. I think the organic storytelling that's that you're talking about mixed with that kind of, you know, and then, of course, new classes later on. Yeah, it just sort yeah. of makes sense to me is probably the best way to tell that story. It'd be really difficult to be like, you need to go, you need to go here, you need to go to the boiler room. And people are like, I yeah. don't want to go to the boiler room. That comes <laughs> up, there's a question about this, which I don't think I had an issue with this, but I see what they were talking about. Is there a little, is there, how's the tutorial? I guess they're asking about, for. I'd ask if they've given any attention this time to tutorial training modes. One of the genres, genres, shortcoming, mm -hmm. is always at explaining their abilities yeah. and preparing players for higher difficulty. Yeah, I, I can definitely take that criticism. We have been really bad at sort of telling our players about all the different mechanics and stuff. Uh, I've even seen, I, I was uh, demoing uh, Winds of Magic actually at a, a conference in, in the UK and a group of players came in and they were like uh, high level players that played like um, the highest difficulties and there was mechanics that they did not know but, Yo, uh, dude like, that happens Yo, to me they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so so the, even like players that had played a long time and were good at the game they there was things that they had completely missed so yes we we are putting a hell of a lot more effort into our uh both prologue and and tutorial this time where uh, to bit, try at least to tell you about all the different mechanics in the game uh, and hopefully we do a better job uh, and i i I, I'm fairly certain that we will do at least a better job. If it's perfect, I don't know, but it's it's a hell of a better than. I'm I'm a fan of that, honestly. Just diving headfirst into new mechanics, I have no idea about. Just like coming out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's, there's it's, something um, to be said um, for that, but not everything. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's 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 also like a give and take. There, we don't want to hold you 
we, we don't want to keep you from doing what the game is supposed to do when that right. is playing online with your buddies. So we want you to get there as fast as we can get you there. Um, so, so yeah, we, we, we do as little of us as, uh, as we think is needed, but yeah, we, I hope, I hope we've done a better job this time, but <laughs> the only time with help. Mech warrior, uh, that came out or was this Battletech? came out a couple years, maybe two years. No, it was, it was Mech warrior. It came out about two years ago. It had a co-op, it had co-op ability but it took two hours of gameplay to get there. And yeah. I got to tell you, man, talk about a way to make people mad. I mean, wow. Like it was, and, yeah. and their reasoning was so sound. And I'm sure internally it sounded sound. Like somebody brought it up. Mm -hmm. They were like, well, guys, we have a lot of mechanics, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times if you get four people to play a game, they don't want to waste time with you learning how to shoot shit. Like they, yeah, they don't yeah. want to wait for you to learn something. So when you and jump into a game, light. I mean, how, yeah. how many times have we played where you, like, you know, remember you and I, Abzi played with sleeve and we were playing like state of decay and I was mad at you because you couldn't figure so, out a button. Can you join yet? Yeah. Cause can you're you like, I played a bunch and then you were like, how do I grab this? And I'm like, dude, you said, you, but then I, it dawns on you that, yeah, it's easy to miss that. If that's not your gameplay style, you may not know that yeah. mechanic. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having even, uh, I think a good thing is just the hot pops too, that come up in levels. Yeah. Those always help where it's like. You know, did you know, you know, and what um, sucks is I was talking to another developer who has no loads in their game and they were yeah. saying that one of yeah. their problems was no loads. They were like, oh, crap. <laughs> How do we tell somebody something? Because there's no loading in this yeah, game. No tips. There's no loading tips. There's no. And <laughs> have you ever got an old about... game and put it on an SSD and it's like, yeah. did you know? And you're like, I don't That's know the anything about the NVMe is I don't have time to read, especially, you know, sometimes on loading screens. <laughs> They put like important story paragraphs. Yes. Yes. And, like so, boom, it's done. You know. So. Yeah. And you're like, I gotta take a video of this and and slow it down. So that's <laughs> yeah. cool to hear about the tutorials. You know, I uh, I don't remember it being too much of an issue. But Liam asks you, what are you cooking these days? This is your, yeah, that, your no, coworker. That's, that, that's Liam that used to work at. Yeah, used to work. Yeah, I got to meet yeah. him. Great guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Nothing really special. I'm still into ramen, uh, but I haven't done too much of that lately. Today I cooked uh, something buka for my family. It's uh, like um, thinly sliced veal oh. with uh, with uh, oh, warm ham, and you do it in like a uh, wine and um, um, what's it called? The veal. Uh, it's a really nice sauce, and then I did like a cacio e pepe type of uh, pasta to it with my, yeah with the uh, sage. I had, it was good. I had a slice of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fasting still, you know. Uh, let's right. see. What are these? I love that Raphael, when somebody said, what's the secret of life? Raphael's just like 42. So you yeah. always get weird questions. And then going back to the <laughs> questions, I did get one. This uh, Let me check for the Discord here. Yes, he by says, the way, I would have answered the same thing. So Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's obvious. Where? Oh, this is Heretical Shark, by the way. Her mm. this, he's a Warhammer fan. You can tell by the name. Okay. Um, I've talked to this guy for, he's been a patron for years. He says, um, where are any of the other chaos gods and factions considered or were, or are they considered in dark tide? Of course, with all the religion and stuff, or was it always the plan for, from the beginning to be Nurgle? Uh, I think very early on, we decided upon Nurgle. Uh, I think we, we had some discussions very, very early on, but I think it's been Nurgle for at least the whole of like true production it's been nurgle um i'm probably pronouncing I mean, it wrong but what about slanish or uh i'm probably pronouncing that wrong the what is that the Stanish or Stanish, yeah the god of yeah, pleasure yeah. and like uh, and kink as i call it the weirdo god um did, did you guys choose nurgle because it just fit with the 
with the way it you wanted to with, play. Uh, and... I think the reason we went with Nurgle was probably Poxwalkers because yeah. we wanted um, some kind of horde enemy. And we didn't want to go Yin Stealer. Uh, we didn't want to go. Oh, what's right. it called? Um, um, Tyranid yeah, or, the, or whatever yeah, exactly. they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Tyranid, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that was probably the reason we went Nurgle. And also, we just like Nurgle in general. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah. yeah. Nurgle's one of the and, gods. And also, I okay. think we liked uh, Traitor Guard because they're sort of a uh, mirror of the player. Uh, they are also like human uh, military, so it, it yeah. has this nice um, uh, mirror uh, aspect of it. So that's that's one reason. Um, I think, especially when you look at the gods, Nurgle does also work just because you know mutations and stuff, you know there's all kinds of exactly, crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, we talked about this in Vermintide's day um, about lizardmen and all this because I was always queering you, mm. you know, always trying to get you to give me a leak on on what your yeah, next yeah. one is. When you guys were r ramping down Vermintide, or maybe not ramping down, but really deciding on this next one, was Darktide instantly yeah. the end? Was Darktide it? Yeah, yeah, Darktide was it even before we were done with Vermintide. Like even, I think even before we started doing Vermintide 2, we had I, oh, me wow. and Anders and some other people had talked about, wouldn't it be cool to do a 40K uh, version of this? I, I, think we, I think we talked about it as far back as when we were doing Vermintide 1, like when while developing Vermintide 1, like one day we should do a 40k version of this. This this would be awesome. So uh, so yeah, it, it was it was a, it was a given. I when you look at um like the people that you you've been there for a while and you you look at yeah. all these people who have been, especially with Fat Shark, um, do you find that it's difficult sometimes to where you guys? I I was talking to somebody at Ubisoft. They change uh, developers for Assassin's Creed about every four years. They did every mm -hmm. three years. And they did a good job by like sort of saying, here's your game three years. Now you got three or four years. Just go off and do your own thing. With with yeah. with Dark Tide and Vermintide, have you, oh, how about this? Have you just noticed people are fired up because it's uh, different? Uh, because it's uh, it's not, I mean, not that Vermintide is boring, but yeah, have yeah, you yeah. noticed like an internal energy a little bit because it's like, we this is something, you know, brand new does that help you guys yeah, out i mean i mean uh, after two vermintide games people were happy for a change of setting and mm -hmm. just doing something else like uh, i like definitely like the environment artist guys were just happy to do something different than trees and stones and whatnot it's like doing something completely different i think the weapon guys as well were really happy doing that yeah i think most of us were really happy uh, but at the same time I don't think like there's still been a team that's worked on Vermintide. Yeah, right. Still, so and and it's not like they're sad to be on Vermintide or anything like that. So, the, the yeah, I mean both yes and no. Yeah, definitely. Of course, it's fun to do something different after six years of doing yeah. the same thing. It's it's nice for a change of pace. Uh, but I mean, uh, Dark Tide is very much in every aspect a spiritual successor to to Vermintide. So it's it's it felt very sort of at home and sort of just kept going sort of uh abzi did you have one i'm gonna grab my question yeah yeah so there was a uh, this so one of my favorite things in vermintide which i think maybe Carrie hates that about me <laughs> i love so not only like obviously the risk versus reward mm. of the grimoire and having tomes in your inventory yeah, i yeah. love that for sure but i also mm. really you know before everyone knows where everything is i really enjoy the exploration i i like the first person kind of platforming and going to places that are weird to try to find something like, yeah, yeah, um, like a grimoire so do you guys have uh, any changes you did to that for dark tide or is it kind of more of the same we still have a tome and grimoire system but it is changed uh we've changed it to be 
so, so one of the uh, big change in, in Dark Tide is that we have a different way of how you select missions. And, and one part of that is that a mission can now have, have a side objective and it can also not have a side objective. And one of the side objectives or this two of the side objectives it can have is one is Tomes and one is Grimoires. And the reason to sort of remove it from the base layer of a mission is that after a while, um, the Tomes and the Grimoires created a... Um, the, the they created um, sort of it became uh, what's the word like a silver path or like the the yeah. one true path through the missions you I agree. had to go you had to go via the tome and via the grimoire to mm -hmm. go to the end to get max points and that in after a while i we feel that it 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 sort of ruins part of it but the exploration part and the sort of exactly it, yeah. it, it becomes very samey samey so we 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 we've sort of detached them but we still really like the system of like the risk reward thing of it but now it's an option so you can you can decide if you want to do a misocaric you can like say yeah. fuck tomes it's never <laughs> so happening in my game yeah so you can just go with missions that doesn't have tomes and doesn't have grimoires uh, and you don't have to care about them, or you pick one with tomes and grimoires in it. Uh, and also, I think another reason for it was that uh, it will become like a handshake between the players while matchmaking that you have selected a mission with a grimoire, so you're up for doing a grimoire, uh, which could be a problem in environment height as well, where like one person wanted to oh, get, they the, get mad. the other one didn't want oh, to they get, get the mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that's yeah. that's another reason for it. So, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I mean, we really like the Grimoire system. There's a funny story about the Grimoire system. When we did, uh, I guess it's from, is it, did we have it in Vermita 1? I think we did, right? I think, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. But but we had like super ambitious <laughs> side objective ideas where every mission was supposed to have like unique side objectives that you could do, and then like due to development realities, we had to cut that. So we just ended up with this what we thought was super boring two books that you could find in the mission. <laughs> but we were like, this is like the worst idea ever. Like we had like long meetings discussing like how people are going to hate this. It's such a bad idea. It's so boring. It's just two books. And now it's like this staple of our games yeah, that you have really to have is. a tome <laughs> and a grimoire. And uh, but but then and and I mean when we started playtesting it, we also realized that this is actually works really good. Like it's it's a perfect. But but knowing like as a dev, like knowing the ambition of the the other things we wanted to do, uh, the, it felt like the worst idea ever. But then it turned out to be probably one of our best ideas. So you, know, you the, never know. Yeah. And do you guys have like? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's the only time that Silver and I've ever really been. I shot Silver in the bud in Arma, and he didn't get mad. But the one time he got mad at me, we've known each other for years, was the time <laughs> he was like, "There's an, there's a, there's a Gromar over here," and he kept saying it. And no. I finally was like, "Shut the <laughs> up about the Gromar." We're and because he never would be like, "Can we go get this?" Yeah. It's like there's one over here, and I was like, "Dude, I don't need an extra vocal radar." I know it's there. I don't want to do. I and it, but it was because I was one of the few. Everybody else that I know, that was the thing for them. And I don't know why I didn't like. I mean, I don't but, even. But I'm not even going to say why. Exactly. I knew. This is the exact reason why now it's optional. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good change. So you don't pick the missions with Grimar, so you don't have to care about it. This, yeah. We made it for you. Or I'll be by myself and nobody <laughs> want to play. What are we going to ask Gabzi? People will be well, like, I ain't playing with well, that dude. Um, yeah, like something. Uh, also, that lends to this is, um, do, do you guys have plans for like 
other types of like kind of rewarding exploration or going off the beaten path in oh, some yeah, good question. certain ways or yeah. platforming. You know, I like KZ and Counter Strike. So, uh, you know. yeah, but uh, definitely, I mean, there's, uh, and the, the cool thing also with this side objective system is that we will be able to much easily add new side objectives. And that's a difference, like, when we did Vermintide, this, the, how we built the missions, they were sort of, this is how the mission is. And this is, now we've built a bunch of systems where we can add stuff and put them really in, cool. in, in layers. So we, we will be able to create through the lifespan of the game, new side objectives that lets you explore and do new stuff and stuff like that. So yeah, that's going to be super cool and super interesting. Yeah, as, awesome. as one of the, or the main person on levels, um, do you find that a character like the Ogrim, as you can tell, I'm stuck mm. on him because I love the idea of this giant character that even uh, takes he, up he is, more geometry. Fantastic. How mm. do you play test for this dude getting in your way? Number one. Number two, is there friendly fire, which I'm assuming there is because I'm going to shoot that dude in the ass 8,000 times. I can already tell. It's just the way I play. I'm going <laughs> to shoot my own guys. How do you go about play testing? I know the game plays, but I'm sure you guys do. How do you go about playtesting friendly fire, no friendly fire? How big is this dude? Is he too big? How does that affect your pathing? For example, your nav meshes, if that's what you're using. Uh, your your. How do you get this guy to not get caught up in a door, which I wasn't aware until the Twitter thread, yeah. that doors are the one, one of the most difficult things yeah, yeah. to do in games. <laughs> so how does all that come about? Uh, for first, we had a lot of discussions about the size of him because oh, he is twice the size of everybody else. It, that, it was like a year of trying to figure out the right size. Um, and, and the problem was the doors, actually, because we had to make doors that he could fit through, but mm -hmm. they turned out looking gigantic for everybody else. So that was a problem. So we had to find like the right size where he yeah. barely fits in and the, the doors still look normal. Um, so that was a problem. Um, right now, the game does not have a uh, friendly fire, actually. It might be we, the verdict is still out on that, but it would probably be a difficulty setting type thing. Understood. So on the lower yeah. difficulties, it shouldn't. There, I'm pretty sure we won't have it. I'm not sure about the higher difficulties yet. Right now, it doesn't have it, but We'll see when we release the game how we how we end up on that. Uh, but the 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 Ogin, I can tell you, he is always in your line of sight. Always, always, he's gigantic. Just a so caboose, that's a bit of a man. Problem, but it's just yeah, he's a caboose. I'm guessing but he's yeah, the tank for but sure. But I mean, one thing we just have to make sure that somebody's always playing Ogin, basically, when we're playtesting, and we're playtesting pretty much every day. So we we we, we do a lot of testing. So. The the reason, but yeah, he's big as hell, and you can be four Ogins, and that's like... I know that's <laughs> oh, so. I was going to mention two things. The reason why I mentioned size is because my favorite part about Vermintide is that when you're Barden, right, Dorf? Yeah. You're staring yeah, at everybody's nuts through the entire game, which got to be just yep. a shitty way to live. Then you go through the wheat fields. You can't see stuff. So I was leaping to try to see, and I'd be like, where are you? And I love that. <laughs> to me, I that was the that, greatest yeah. thing in the world because I was like, that's that's Lord of the Rings. We even see it with Gimli yeah, and, yeah. you know, loft me or, or pick me up. I need to see. I love that. Yeah. And so the idea of four of these guys, and I always talk about this, for example, like when Halo's local split screen, they were like, oh, we're not doing this. One of the things a lot of gamers don't understand is like, one person throws a grenade, the developer has to identify how much is the max that we can draw on the screen. Then you get two mm -hmm. people both mm -hmm. doing it. Then you get three people, uh, you get, right? So with the Ogrim, how has that, have you ever done, you said you, you guys have had that. Have you personally played a level where you were all for an Ogrim, you personally? Or have you watched somebody mm -hmm. do it? And like, is it anarchy? How do you guys, uh, and, yeah. and that probably explains why there's no 
um, friendly fire too, because splash damage is probably a big thing in your game. Yeah, yeah, and also the melee combat. With, oh, the, we, we, we usually true. don't like yeah. even in Vermintide, we don't actually have we don't have friendly fire friendly in the melee fire. because yeah. melee we don't want to. I mean, the, the game is about uh, like uh, staying together and and as a team. Heroes so don't if, hit each and, other, and, and, Victor. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and with the melee, it's impossible to yeah. not hit right. each other. Imagine so, your crowd control so, with a massive hammer and just swinging on your friends. Dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, we, we we had we had friendly fire in the melee in Vermintide one in the start, and it was just not fun at all. Yeah, so we, we got rid of that quick. Um, I I don't think I've ever played full Ogren, but I know people have. I I don't think I've done it actually. Uh, I usually play as a sellout because. I really like, um, I say her, but it could be him, uh, uh, ability, which is like a dash. And I really like to be play very aggressive. So I, mm. it, it's the same in, in Vermintide. I also play a lot of um, Karelian because I like dashing around and I like being super aggressive and like really quick. So I, 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 I tend to play the Salad mostly. Uh, I'm way too aggressive to play the Psyker because I just kill myself all the time. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah, dude, uh, I... I Sorry, no, go ahead. No, 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 go. Uh, I have ADHD when it comes to playing classes. I like to play all different types of classes from like yeah. tank to. So um, I'm guessing I have to make different characters for each class, right? And yep. level each one. Okay, that's cool. So it's not like a mix and match type thing where you change on one character because they fundamentally look different as well, right? Yeah, yeah I think they, they're I all mean, separate they, slots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's more of a this time. It's this time around. It's more of a I create this character and it is this character type of thing, like in a like in an MMO or something like. Yeah, that. I like that because because that's how we, yeah. we grew up, like with, with with WoW and everything. Like you make a character mm -hmm. for a class, and I feel like games have tended to go yeah, away from that. That well, you know the jack I mean? of all trades thing again works in some role playing, but in fiction, for example, in Warhammer, there are some characters even in the novels because I know Dan Abbott's helping you guys, right? Yeah. He's yeah. working with you. Um, he's got some pretty powerful characters, but they can be beaten mentally by somebody who's smarter mm. than them. So there's always sort of this caveat. But I know in some, having a military guy who's jack of all trades, you know, like Commando or Rambo makes sense. But in this kind of stuff, the idea that you can hold your own maybe, but that's yeah. different than like destroying everybody and being, you know, what we see in a lot of games where if somebody, you know, goes in. And I forgot to ask this. So difficulties... Um, and this might be too soon, but um, so mm. so difficulties ignoring the friendly fire. What do you think? What are, what are some good ideas for difficulty for you? Because one of the things mm -hmm. I've found with a lot of games is that they don't change up uh, the AI's movement too much between difficulties. Halo yeah. did, but Halo, I think there's a reason why there's a thousand videos on how good Halo's AI yeah. is very uh, unique, yeah. right? How do you guys handle? Or how would you want to handle difficulties um, like a, a, a newbie and then yeah. somebody says, I want to be, play veteran. Is it uh, damage? Is it um, damage and special moves? The ability mm -hmm. maybe to do more of a special move? It's uh, we have a bunch of things, but something that we don't want to do is just make the enemies like um... soak. Sponges, yeah, sponges. Awesome. Uh, we, cool. we 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 don't do that very much. I mean, they, they get more HP and they do more damage. Yes, but not to a insane extent. Yeah, like not. It's not like ten times or something like right. that. It's like maybe maybe twice or something like mm -hmm. that. So so they are more dangerous. Like getting hit is more dangerous. Uh, but what we mainly do, I would argue, is the composition of the enemies that you meet. Since since the awesome. game is uh, AI, oh, since it's an AI director. 
you will just meet more difficult compositions of enemies. Great. That's the main difficulty. That is amazing. Because, because um, like, in the game, we have enemies that are, like, force multipliers. They, if you meet them alone, they're not hard at all. Like, the, oh, the, I the, like the, the Mauler. Uh, but I, I'm really bad at the actual names because I've only had the, the like, dev names for three years now. And now we're finally sort of getting real. I, he is actually called the... Um, is it the Mauler? Well, maybe. Uh, anyway, you, you've seen him in the videos. The guy with the big uh, yeah. two-handed axe and fully like uh, armored. He, if you meet him yourself, you just dodge his attacks and you kill him. It's not a problem. But him with like five uh, pox walkers or five anything else is True. a real fucking problem because your swings stop at him, and so you can't oh, sort of you right? can't do your yeah. sort of melee control and stuff awesome. like that. Awesome. So, so that's that's how we handle making the game more difficult. Like, and there's also enemy types that actually don't even show up on the lower difficulties. Oh man, they, thank so you. They, they come on the higher ones. See, that that's a, that's the way to reward a player too. Yeah. Because yeah. some players don't want to get better, but when you find out that there might be, you know, like these characters that are only going to come out for strong heroes, yeah. that's the way fiction works anyway. Like the no. low podunk guy, no hero is going to, or no Vic villain is going to come kill him. But once you start doing better, the idea makes sense to have those. It's way more interesting than just have it be like a gate of, of yeah. barrier, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and then we also allow them to do uh, like um, um, faster sort of um, attacks, maybe attacks or like cycles of attacks and stuff like that gotcha. so that they would they do they do become more aggressive and do more aggressive things but uh um and then but in 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 dark type we actually have so we have a difficulty setting uh but then we also have something else that's called circumstances and one of the circumstances that you could have is higher and lower population so you could have uh more enemies so you can have like you could play on a on a one difficulty, but with a hell of a lot of enemies. So they're pretty easy enemies, but there's a hell of a lot of them. So that becomes one thing. And you could also play on a high difficulty with really tough enemies and hard enemies, but not that many of them. So you could you could really sort of fine tune dial it in your yeah dial it in what you want to well, what your experience is that you're after. Um, I um, forgot to ask you uh, how long you have. Are you good for time? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Okay. Um, because I wanted to ask you also moving on just for a second um, about music and the writing. So we know Dan's there. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's Jesper Kid, right? Doing your yep, audio. Yep, Is that okay? Yeah. Yep. So the, um, the, 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 the music. Yeah. Music. I apologize. And, and I do want to talk about audio. That's actually what originally got me to get to this part. But uh, so when you look at this kind of thing, and I know that maybe you don't have a, a, a hand in the uh, in the music score. I don't know if you mm. do, but. What do you, what have you, it, maybe you're just being surprised too by the tracks. What do you, is it, uh, would you say more classical, more synth? Is it like, um, what are you, what are you picking up? Like, what's the audio well, sound of you? Techno. It's, uh, hard to pinpoint, I would say, but like, we, like Jesper, I mean, we worked with Jesper on both Vermintide 1 mm -hmm. and 2 as well. Uh, so we have a long-standing relationship with him. I, I've actually, first time I met him was this summer in, when we were oh, in cool. LA doing, press that was the first time i actually met him he's super cool uh and but what he actually always does and he did this back with vermintide as well he starts with um the the enemy and the setting and the enemy like in vermintide he looked at the skaven and tried to come up with what would skaven music yeah. sound like and and that's where his, his sort of uh tribal standpoint came at from. times yeah and and now i i'm paraphrasing so i might yeah not be no 100 no, right but i'm pretty sure he was like looking at Hive City 
and like this gigantic machine type yeah, city. How right. would that sound? And how would that kind of music be? Uh, I, I don't know how to categorize the music, but it's some kind of like gothic techno um, classic music. I don't know. I, it, it's That's really good. hard to pinpoint, but it, it is really fucking good. Uh, uh, but it, it is really, I, I don't know. I, I love music and I listen to a lot of music, yeah. but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what really to say that this was, but it, it is it is fucking good. I think when you look at um a, a, a lot of games, I mean, you know, because I do cover music, sometimes it just misses. And, uh, mm. you know, you get a game where you're like, why is this, you know, why does this sound like something when they like play hip hop and like hip hop? Well, we see that in trailers, <laughs> hip hop and a Mortal Kombat trailer. And you're like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have any. I like a lot of hip hop and I certainly love a lot of rap. They're, but I'm like trying to appeal to the kids, you know, they, yeah, right. Yeah, and, 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 and yet and, <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a trailer is, of course, way different than a game. But I can tell you that I can sing or hum many moments when I met a character in a game. It's obviously speaks to me as a person. Like, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. And I love his music. I think he's. Very good at understanding. Yeah, yes, but it's awesome. Yeah. He's very good at understanding Fantastic. devs too. So, like when I was yeah. talking to Elijah Chuck, who worked on, uh, he he did Forbidden West here recently, but he also did uh, how I knew him was from Dead Rising Four, and then um, Tim, uh, what's his, uh, went Austin Wintry. And you talk to them and they sort of some know how to talk to a developer and then some sort of just do their own thing. And I think with mm-hmm. him, he's probably the perfect fit. Obviously. You guys knew that from Vermintide. You don't need some podunk like me telling you that. But it's like it, it works well when that guy knows. It, like even with Skaven, because there was something about the music where it's just sort of, you know, where they're where everybody's coming from. And there becomes a theme, even if it's dynamic music, where they know yeah. how to hit the they, they use wise really well. And they know how to hit that loop just at the perfect yeah. time to where like that first Skaven comes in or it builds up because the game director is telling you, hey, a spawn is coming. And then that music sort of just barely pops up. And we oh, see when a horde is coming. And you what's the, the worst, though, and... when the game pops audio prior to the bad guy and you're like, oh, yeah. you ruined it. <laughs> How many times have you walked <laughs> in a room? And it's like da, 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 and you're like, all right, we oh, already know I the know bad guy's coming. coming yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think he's very good at he's got that layering down where it's like and I remember talking to Austin Winter and he was well above my head, but he was talking about like he even took into account sometimes if a character was dead in the story or not, or if a person had done a mission and he added yeah. vocals in one and no vocals in the other because he was pretending that person who was alive was singing or was dead and couldn't sing. And I was like, dude, that's that's meta, right? That's like, Phew. but people forget how popular music is in games when it adds, it, it can no, add it, something that is in, intangible, but also instantly noticeable. Yeah, and but it is super difficult, I think, because it is completely different from doing music for like a movie or yeah. doing music in general, because you have to just like you say, um, at any point something could happen. Like yeah. Yeah. You, you, we, you, we can't control exactly what's going to happen when. So you, the music has to be ready to react to what the players are doing at any given moment, or the in our in our case even the AI director whatever it comes up with like it's going to throw you a, like a monster comes out of the wall and does, right. does something it needs to react like that, and it has to go from being like ambient to becoming okay it's showtime and it has to That's and also flow, yeah. You know, yeah and it can't know for how long it needs to be like right, that so right. it has to be yeah. able to keep mm-hmm. going and it doesn't become repetitive and boring or whatever so it, i i am super uh impressed by how these guys do it because it's 
it has to have a bunch of layers that you can add and you can take away and you can it has to be able to go from zero to 100 in like no time and yeah it's and uh, it can't even take into account measures or anything because if you kill the guy right away then the game's got to be like it has to be it's over i was talking to justin (laughs) bell he used to do obsidian now he's at sony and justin Mm -hmm. is always talking about why his his software is always complaining about something he's like me where it's like there's always a crash but talking to him about the the um inability to prepare which is different and then austin was uh, was telling me a cool story about you know somebody says hey we want an official soundtrack for the game and he's like okay let me tell you something there is no official soundtrack for the game (laughs) because that's not the way the game works technically just compare whatever you're listening to that's the official and then he writes his own he like he 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 builds the official soundtrack for the game and then they sell it but it, 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 people just don't get it, man. It's a big deal. And so is sound. So, for example, so if anybody's listening and you hear me talk about sound and you fast forward, I'm telling you, well, that's fine. But you shouldn't. Because, for example, things like Valhalla, which had a, a real glitch and and is a known problem with Valhalla where they sampled it at the wrong rate and they can't fix it. And you get a lot of tinniness and you get a lot of layers that you can't separate. And then you play Vermintide and you hear like hitting somebody with a shield and it sounds exactly like what a car door hitting a person sounds like. It's perfect. Mm. It's exact because that shield is the size of a car door, of course. And when you get all those kind of sounds, do you guys ever, do you have feedback for that kind of stuff? For example, constantly. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) so for the lays gun, you can be like, this needs to sound like it burns more or whatever you you guys can. Definitely. definitely. It took us a long time to figure out the right sound for especially the stuff like that like the the last gun like what does it sound like it's like uh, the stuff like that is like in reality it probably wouldn't make a noise at all but yeah well, right no just, we know it wouldn't super, yeah yeah but that's just super boring so we just went mm. no rule of cool it has to make a sound so it, it makes a sound uh, uh but yeah yeah we uh, but the thing the hard thing with feedbacking on on sound is when it's good you don't think about it it's usually yeah, when it's yeah, bad sure. you think about it so that's that's a tough one uh but but yeah sound is super difficult and i agree like it is one of the most important parts of game yeah. making especially uh making like like melee combat especially that's like it is animation it is sound and it is vfx that yeah. is what makes it feel good if one of those isn't working it feels like shit Mm-hmm. So you have to have all of them and you have to have them timed perfectly and they need to be spot on. If if one of them is bad, it's just like, what is wrong with this? It's so boring. It feels terrible. This game sucks. It's no fun. Uh, and then all of a sudden it just, you get it right. And it's like, oh, it's, you're doing exactly <laughs> the same thing. Like the, all the, me- the mechanic is exactly the same thing, but it just feels like, oh, this is awesome. I love this game. It's so much fun. Like, cause like when you break down what is an FPS, you point and click on things on the screen. That yeah, right. That's that that is an that, FPS. Yeah, yeah it, it is like you're pointing at stuff and you're clicking on it. That is what it is. Like if you really break it down, so for that to be fun, it has to have awesome sound, awesome animations, and awesome VFX. Without that, it's just super boring. Clicking on thing pictures on the screen and it's no fun at all. So yeah, sound is super super important and it should get a lot more credit than it does. But but the th- I think the problem is that people just when it's good you don't think about it. Yeah. They, no, like... a, you, you don't think about that in a game nothing makes a sound. Like there there is no sound. You start out with but you take for granted that when you walk on a floor it sounds like walking on the floor. Yeah. But it like without somebody actually making that sound you're walking on the floor it, nothing makes a sound. So like like the 
it's not until it's there that you go, oh fuck, this sounds awesome. And yeah, all that stuff. So it's that's super difficult. That, that's interesting because yeah, people tend to notice the bad and not the good. So what do you mm. think, like in in your in your perspective personally, uh, something that's very difficult or takes requires a lot of time, or you put so much care into it that that people just take for granted? And oh yeah, really, that's like, a good question. Notice, yeah, you know? what gets taken for granted, I, Victor? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it is definitely probably a lot of the time the stuff that uh, costs the most and takes the most time. Oh damn! It's like the it's probably like the big explosions or big animations of stuff happening and the gamers. I I I, I think of this myself when I play games. Sometimes you just sort of you're playing the game and something like explodes and there's animations and all that shit and you're like turn around walk away go do something else <laughs> yeah like right. you don't even look at it because you're yeah. like oh, okay whatever like uh, and so a lot of the time especially like in the level design we put a lot of effort into like this thing that has to be like oh, and then when you play it like they're not even looking at it they're looking yeah. the other way or they're doing something else and it's like oh fuck wait <laughs> we just put half a year into right. getting this looking right and like oh look at the animation look at the oh here comes the vfx it took us two months to get that vfx and they're like yeah it's an explosion or speedrunners oh, yeah. you know they're just speedrunning <laughs> yeah. through they're, my they're, game they're just speedrunning it yeah and it's like <laughs> so that's that's the thing that's a it's a classic trap to fall into as a developer to put too much time into those things that people just go yeah you know Mm-hmm. It's like I expected but the door. To, I, feel I expected like, the door to open when I opened the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I feel like on the other, on the other hand, if you didn't put that much care to it, oh, then it'd be noticeable. Yeah, and people would complain, yeah, yeah, of right? Of course, of course. So yeah. you have to do it at the same time. But it's like it can feel really sort of well, why are we doing it? But you have to find the balance because it's like um, the, the balance of knowing when it's enough. Like this is good enough. Like it's gonna. The, the the whole it's more important to put more time into every piece of the game instead of us putting a hundred hours here and nothing here so all of this sucks but this is fantastic so you need to like okay we only put 50 here and we then put 50 everywhere else and then it's going to be good it's funny too when so you that, look at a- you guys you look at all these game creators they're all like their own tarantino is that his name the director uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or or Nolan, where they're all their own directors, except in a game you have fifty of them, and they're all arguing yeah. over what they think is important, <laughs> right? Yep. And and people in a in a weird way, you did just. It, it is funny because jack of all trades maybe isn't wanted in your character, but in mm. your layering, you almost do want it to be a jack of all trades because uh, you want uh, a little uh, bit everywhere. And I, I do mm. a lot of three D testing for audio uh, for the reviews, and I got to tell you. You know, you get a gears, turn the audio off, and suddenly it's not gears. It's ears. Yep. You're just like, because mm. you're missing all the sound. You're like, this is nothing. Yep. You Halo, the airiness that Halo, Halo has this top-in crystalline almost when you go into open areas. That, it's not even really a sound. It's that envi- It's that where you yeah, all the sounds are open. Im- imagine like, oh. the, um, in Halo, you, you have these big uh, floaty jumps, right? The, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. sort of trademark of Halo. Imagine jumping off a cliff and you just go, and yeah can. instead of going yeah yeah and the the sound is what makes you feel that you're jumping off the, the movement cliff and and accelerating you're probably not accelerating even like yeah it's probably it's probably 100 fake it's yeah. just like, you mean like the, the werewolf same, like, in skyrim no but it's the same trick as like um there's a trick that games do a lot of the time where they you sort of um, you uh, fall out a bit yeah. when you run. Skyrim does so that. So it feels like you're running faster. Yeah. So that allows us to actually 
make you almost not even run faster and just feels like you're running faster i'm pretty sure like in in gears of war the when you do the, the roadie run baby the, the roadie run, run. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably not a lot faster than right. just running normally but, but they make they it look faster yeah, you zoom out the camera a bit and do all that stuff, and it feels like you're running like twice or three times as fast, but you're actually mm -hmm. running like 0.5 faster or something. Right. Like that. So, so that, that, that <clears throat> and a lot of that is like sound, camera movement, and all that stuff that just makes it feel good. And yeah. if you don't have that stuff, it just feels like boring. Like, it, it is funny too. Shield recharge sound in Halo will be with me till yeah. I the day I die. Yeah. I'll have Alzheimer's and not remember my own name, and I'll still go. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just know it you just and and again yep. i don't want to you know everybody to think that's all i care about but those when i do 3d audio uh for a game and there's an explosion behind me and in your game in particular vermintide and darktide mm -hmm. you have enemies everywhere and i don't think people yeah. really realize how important even basic you know stereo surround can be and then when you get into your 4.1s your five and you can start to hear a guy behind you and go that dude's not beside me he's behind me and and that yeah. helps players do better and it is funny because most of the people i know who are very good at games always have either a 4.1 or a, 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 you know if they're good at shit they'll the audio they've got it cranked they're listening very carefully and a lot of the games i've noticed that continue to do well have pretty good surround audio just because it mm -hmm. does help especially in a, a competitive you know a competitive game because it can tell you in halo multiplayer i can tell when somebody's two rooms and above me and so it's just yeah. like that is eyes. I mean, you're not looking, but you absolutely can go, he's up there. Like, I know exactly where that guy is and where he's running. It's, it's, it's vital. And I can't wait to hear it in this because you guys have to do something different. There's no forests. You know, there's none of these wide yep. open places. And so to hear all of this and how occlusion's handled and all that stuff is actually really exciting to me. I, um, when you guys do audio, how many audio uh, people do you have doing the, like actual um... audio work? On Dark Tide, we are. One, two. There's uh, three sound designers, uh, so doing like weapons and mm -hmm. uh, environmental stuff and stuff like that. Then we have two VO guys, uh, but then we have two more. I think we're seven sound guys in total nowadays. That goes to show you. I should know this since I'm ahead of the sound. I should know this. By <laughs> <head>. yeah. <laughs> that does show yeah. you. What else you got, Abzi? You got other questions? Um, wait, let me pull it up. Um, touch on that. Did that. Um, um, oh, yeah, I had this question, but you touched on it. Um, you touched on it before that you touched on like, you know, Left 4 Dead being like the main inspiration for the game. Hmm. Um, do you guys have like other inspirations or other games you look at that, that kind of influence your, your uh, development towards, you know, Vermintide and Darktide? Nothing as uh, specific as Left 4 Dead, like not in the same. I mean, Left 4 Dead, it sort of set the, That's the weighted the rule standard. book. Yeah, mm -hmm. it sort of the, that was the, the rule book for how to do this. Um, and and the, the, like, the biggest rule we took from them was the uh, co-op is not an option. It's, uh, it's mandatory. Like there are things in this game where you can't handle it alone. Mm -hmm. Like if you get like in Vermintide, if you get taken by a gutter runner in, in Dark Tide, oh. it's the, 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 the chaos sound. There is no way for you yourself to save yourself. You have to be saved by your friend. That's like the, that is the, the number one sort of left for dead rule that they set that I think a lot of other co-op games 
failed on, where they sort of um, allow single players to do everything themselves, so you don't have to cooperate, which then leads to people not cooperating. So that's like the, the rule number one that we took from them. Uh, I don't know, so many games. Like it, 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 I would say it depends on whatever game the designer is game playing at the moment. That will be the game that is inspiring them at the moment. Like mm -hmm. right now, I would take stuff from Wrath of the Lich King because I'm playing that. And like <laughs> earlier this year when I was playing Elden Ring, I would take things from Elden Ring, and like so, it depends on. Uh, there's so much, but I, I definitely World of Warcraft has been an inspiration because all of us have played World of Warcraft. I know uh, another designer called Marcus and Martin, our CEO, played a hell of a lot of uh, what's it called um, um, EverQuest. So they're oh, yeah. big EverQuest fanatics. So that that's a lot of stuff comes from there. Um, Destiny, I think, is a big inspiration when it comes to um, itemization and stuff like that. But also other games. I think I think uh, Outrunners actually has been a big inspiration on how we handle loot this time. And I think they had a lot of good ideas when it came to just the itemization of that game it was really smart. Um, I don't know. It's all over the place. A lot of games. But yeah, Left 4 Dead is the one that is like. It's it's the obvious one that that's like every, that there's no sort of way about it. Uh, that's just sort of it. Um, but yeah, yeah, you you touched on loot. Loot's become very weird. Um, so going back to like obviously the classic days, like old mm -hmm. WoW versus now, you you got. I feel like you got more long lasting dopamine where you when you like work towards like a good piece yeah. of gear. You know what I mean? But yeah. now I feel like there's a lot that is like okay, we're throwing this at you randomly okay you got a legendary now you know so do you guys have like any 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 things that that influenced your way to handle loot like how did outrun uh, I, I i think you're super right there like you have to it's it's really tough loot is mm -hmm. itemization is super hard to get right um um but yeah you have we, we want to have you want to get the like you want to be rewarded maybe like let's say you've played one night so two hours three hours a night you you want to have something at the end of that night like you want to feel that you've progressed that that you're at least you've moved towards some goal so we have systems in the game now where you uh, vermintide no dark tide has a very different way of acquiring loot than vermintide did uh we, we've we've given more options to players to be able to pick what they want in nice. different ways we have shops where you can go buy weapons we have like a contract system where you can go and uh, complete tasks to get uh, a, a a currency that you can then sort of have long-term goals for like this weapon is awesome it is but it's going to take me maybe a week of working to that get is that amazing thing and stuff like that so mm -hmm. uh uh, so yeah, we, we but we want to have both. Like like you said, I, I agree. Like the, it it's become so sort of I don't care. Like I'm I'm changing yeah like like underwear <laughs> every day. Like you yeah. uh, you wanna you wanna have that thing where you're sort of working towards this goal. Uh, but at the same time, it it needs to be um, sort of achievable, or you want to be able to uh um sort of affect how you get there but yeah i i um it, it's super difficult to do it right uh, i hope we're we're in a better place this time around than we did before but yeah it's Let's funny too because cool. back back for blood like i said started and it had a ton of issues with loot with its card system mm. and i really you know i bounced off of it even though i, I really liked the idea and there were some parts i did actually like but it just didn't hit perfectly and it does show that you know you can not that you want to. Nobody wants. No developer wakes up and says, "Man, I cannot wait to make a shitty game." Like no, no developers <laughs> no, no, have done no, that. I, I can, 
I, I can guarantee that that has never I, happened. Yeah. <laughs> so so when they do hit it wrong, you know, and and I mean wrong, just it's not working, and, and you know, it's not fulfilling. The the one cool thing about today's day and age, you know, is that ability for them to go in and be like, you know what, man, we're not dropping the sword as much as we need to, or we're not, you know, we're yeah. not, you know, we're not giving the game two hours at this at at easy maybe has a slightly different feel than two hours at hard. And maybe you're like looking at two hours at hard and going, okay, it can't just be hard. We have to figure out a way to make sure that that person gets something. Um, yeah. Also one person's version of easy is definitely different than another person's. Yeah. And mine yeah. dramatically changes depending on the game where I might be amazing mm -hmm. at a game. And then another game, I'm like, damn, I'm getting my ass kicked. So yeah. when it comes to, um, when it comes to loot, I think a lot of companies, what Abzi's also noticing is that a lot of com companies use it as a, a a crutch and they're yeah, like yeah. what we're gonna do is and i'm not bringing up borderlands because i think maybe people might think that i think borderlands actually sort of knows what they're doing and it's worked for for the most part mm. just like <laughs> pinatas of guns yeah. and you're 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 looking through each one looking for a certain color even got filters now which will be like don't show me anything that's not purple or whatever um <laughs> but a lot of people use it as a crutch man and the gameplay isn't there and i think that's one of the positive things about dark uh, about vermintide originally vermintide 2 as well is that you guys were like, all right, well, the gameplay is going to matter, and then we'll do these things, and those but things actually, build on stuff, and, and you feel pretty rewarded. Go ahead. Yeah, and in Vermintide, you actually felt more powerful when you uh, when you got gear. Oh, you know, dude, you, nobody days, wants the plus 1% weapon. That may dude, work somewhere uh, else, but A lot of the games these that. days, you get better gear, and it's just, okay, now you can do this content, yeah. rather than, oh, you actually, this benefited you in this way, and now you could see it happen in-game, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I, I think it's I think it's a sort of a weird mystical art. Some people get it right and some people don't. And then if it's not backed up by the gameplay, no one's going to care anyway. And I think that's what happened with Outriders. Their level design wasn't the greatest. They had some really good stuff. But, you know, some of the stuff that game does, you're just like Anthem. Anthem had amazing two minute sections of gameplay. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and then yeah. it stopped After you from playing the game. I, there were times where I was doing Anthem going, if they had extended this two minutes to 20 yeah. or 30, and then you look at Avengers and you're like, your your locations are terrible, but you've got these <laughs> Avengers. Like, why why is this not setting the world on fire? Like, how does mm. this, and and so all these games have different different parts that come together. And I think, I think it is a kudo to you guys that, you know, you know, we'll ignore Escape from Dead Island. You guys have been pretty good. Um, I looked up Lead and Gold. Is that what it was called? And Lead and Gold yeah. actually, strangely enough, got some... I don't say strangely because I'm not saying it mm. didn't. I actually was surprised. I looked up on Wikipedia. There were a couple uh, websites, and or at that time, maybe magazines, uh, who mm. actually really liked Lead and Gold. And I I don't think I even no, knew. it is pretty good. It is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I don't even think I knew what that was. So was that like a a Western uh, co-op shooter, or what exactly was that game? It's a, it's a 4v4 uh, shooter of third-person West, Western. It's a weird, it's a little weird game, but uh, it was awesome. It's pretty cool, actually. It had a lot of um, uh, themes that has actually moved forward from all of our games. Even back then, it's, it's, a, it's a PvP game, but it it's actually has a lot of the sort of cooperative ideas that we still use. Like, it had a system where if you were close together, you got bonuses, mm -hmm. and each class had its own bonus. So oh, the optimal yes. way was to stick together and with three different classes, like you had, like you got more sort of crit ability mm -hmm. or you moved faster and stuff like that. So even back then we had these ideas of 
cooperative play that it was more fun to play together and sort of that yeah, it started way back in in the in in in, in the letting gold actually yeah I, I, have you played it abzi let and gold because I, I have not i have no experience i, I haven't heard it. of it until until right now actually. yeah i looked it up uh this morning when i was uh looking up something else for the ai and i was like what the hell like i don't i guess i missed this one and all the talk about no but i mean it, it was it was a uh, small we were really small and it's it it, it 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 was pretty successful but like in in a first game type of way like, yeah we were really happy with it but it, it's not like it blew up the whole internet or well anything. i gotta tell you man i was reading some of the reviews uh blurbs mm -hmm. you know and i was yeah. actually like they were uh, they were you know some would be like oh blah 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 a little bit this and here but yeah. it was it was it was quite yeah, positive yeah. yeah i was with like paradox, that's really cool huh? i didn't yeah it was with paradox and yeah. and not a bunch of dlc so prior to paradox <laughs> uh selling you one hundred and fifty thousand parts of dlc for your game um, two thousand dollar game with they all wanted us to do a hell of a lot of this oh, oh well we won't go into that i don't want to burn any bridges <laughs> unless you do but that that is funny that like they're no, no, known no, for that kidding. you know oh, oh okay gotcha um before i go on to the ai questions which i'll, I'll separate uh in a little bit uh is there anything in particular for dark tide that like um that you feel maybe maybe not surprised but that you feel might elevate this past vermintide uh the space edition if you get my mm. i don't know any i don't i'm trying not to, that's certainly not negative because i love vermintide no but, I, uh, no but i i do think like um it is very much its own game at the same time it is definitely a it's def 100 from the guys that did vermintide but i think when you play it you're gonna it's not just sort of vermintide in space. It is. It is a different game. It is the the, the ranged combat, uh, the ranged enemies, um, the setting, everything. It it is a very different game, um, but still the same sort of. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But no. Is, I mean, I get it. Is, it. I get it. Um, it is more of the same. If you like vermintide. I think you're gonna like this, but you're also not gonna feel like this is just uh, vermintide. If in people space. say that this is a skin, <laughs> yeah. this is skin vermintide, I'd be very upset because uh, like uh, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> um, what I've seen, you know, of the yeah. trailers, making sure people know, I don't, I haven't seen anything. Nobody else has. When, when it comes to the trailers, what I have felt was that it would not be possible to say it was. It wouldn't be, and I've never heard this by the way. It wouldn't be possible to relieve and say it was a vermintide. You know chain like skin or whatever it's not it's fundamentally changed and yeah. like i i saw the up close i saw, and what i was really surprised by at least for me is that a lot of these big really busy games including vermintide at time because i love being the dwarf which is a restricted view mm -hmm. anyway you know you're you're at everybody's waistline but it was my way. favorite um you know there's a lot of chaos right you know there's times where you're like there's just bodies everywhere yeah. what i felt i could be wrong i felt the dark tide from what I'm seeing, looks a tiny bit cleaner. Now, that could also be because you have a different difficulty. As you said, you have different groups of enemies and you can pick up yeah. a ton of small, weak ones. And maybe that's not what we're seeing. But what well, I well, like... I, I think okay. it is. I think it is. Uh, a it little is, bit cleaner. It is, uh, yeah, a little bit less sort of messy uh, yeah. in a way. But it's still, it's fucking chaotic. <laughs> it can still get insanely chaotic. I just, just felt like I could track it better. better. I don't know why. Yeah, I, 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 I think you can. I mean, it is. I, I would just argue that it, in the same way that Vermintide 2 was a better version of Vermintide. I think Darktide yeah. is a, it's it's like we 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 we've done it before. We're doing it again. It's just I'm not saying that Vermintide is like this is better or anything like, but right. it, it's a different game. But it, it is it is an evolution of the same game. Like and and we learned things 
hopefully going like each iteration so yeah, yeah i would argue that it is yeah uh do you have any abzi anymore uh, we're going to no, talk about some cooking about, and then i'll do the 20. Like, oh go for it things yeah about you know uh, how... well first of all victor how long do you got uh, i'm fine Okay, go for it. Go for it, Absy. No, just uh, was gonna nerd out a little bit about like the different uh, kind of the different ways you can customize each. Not not like cosmetically, but like the mm. classes themselves or the play style of like let's say there's like four. Um, you know, you said zealots, for example. Yeah. Like, can they play uh, differently in different ways, or is there like customizability within the the trees? I mean, I, uh, there's there's the same I, I expect similar to Vermintide like there's uh, talent trees and stuff like that so you can select different talents and that will allow you to play differently uh, but in the same way I, I would argue that like in, in Vermintide it's actually the biggest difference is the weapon you choose to use because sure. uh, like each weapon in Vermintide and in Darktide is a different sort of playstyle. they have different it, it, it's not just sort of it swings like this and it does the same. It, they, they have completely different animations. They yeah. have different things that they're good at, bad at, stuff like that. And it's, it's, so it's a very big difference playing a sellout with a, a, with a um, power mall or what I, I, I'm bad at the real names, but like That's a two-handed hammer uh, and compared to like a knife or with a, a auto pistol or an auto gun or with a, 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 a stub revolver. Like it, that, it's a very different play style. So that's a big difference. I think also the weapons this time around, the traits are more interesting than I, I think we were able to do them in Vermintide. They will have a bigger impact than, than very nice. Vermintide once did. So I'm guessing that was also a... Gonna, yeah. That was a pain to balance, probably. It is, it is. And I uh, like uh, a, a cool thing with Vermintide and Darktide with the sort of not going the whole SpongeBob enemies type route is that it, it feels pretty good. Like, But the problem is that it doesn't give you a lot of room to do uh, like it's easier if, if your if your enemy has a million hit points you can then do 10 times damage and it actually makes sense and it does a difference in vermintide and darktide if we do 10 times damage there's no difference if you're still going to kill him in two in two hits like yeah it doesn't matter so that's we're sort of shooting ourselves in the foot by doing it that way but we're sort of gameplay first so but yeah but i at the same time i do think that uh, a lot of the traits that we're working on right now for the weapons are more interesting and also there's going to be more difference um in vermitide the sort of base stats of every sword is the same mm -hmm. so one sword each but in in, in dark tide they they actually have uh, like you can have a stub revolver that has more damage and less damage or faster reload and stuff like that so even inside a weapon class there's more variety that you can find very cool uh, so, so you can find like i want i want a auto pistol that shoots really really quick but it's maybe doesn't do that much damage because i'm all about just spraying and praying and i want the stuff like that yeah yeah, I mean, when it comes to customization and stuff like that and different weapons, I you definitely do see the games where it'll just be like a plus one to the damage. Mm. And you're just like, it just doesn't pay off, man. I want something no. to do, feel different, look different. Looks are a big deal to me when it, you know, when the world doesn't like to admit that, but looks matter in games mm. to me. And I want to see my gun look different or, or feel different. And I love that you were talking about some, uh, I think you said some customizables might be uh, slightly connected to the background of a character. Yeah. And hmm. the idea of that sort of reminds me of Mass Effect where, I don't know if you guys remember, but you pick like you're a soldier, you're, you know, blah, 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 you're blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. at the very starting, there was like a narrative change. And then after yeah. that, you didn't really see a lot, but it was enough. The thing is, is a lot of gamers, including myself, we, you don't need to do a lot 
Sometimes just no. a little bit will make somebody be like, oh, and then you're role playing it almost in your head. If yeah. the game developer meets you halfway, they don't have to make the entire thing change. It's just meeting you a little bit of the way until the gamers that the gamers putting their story together anyway in your game because of how you made the story. So the idea of some of those cosmetics tying into that. Uh, what I wanted to ask though, uh, your four player split, uh, four player, uh, or three player yeah. co-op, four player, four, four, four. Um, you see a lot of games doing three, and I wanted to ask you as a developer, yeah. I've come up with my own reasons for why three, including possibly making everything always feel a little unbalanced, and they like that because mm. you, you don't have northeast, southwest. There's always a corner yeah. that's not covered. Mm. Uh, did you guys, have you guys ever discussed around, like, is it always just been four player for sure, and here's why? And then also, does that impact how many classes you start the game with prior to DLCs or expansions? Yeah. Good question. Um, I, I we, we've never uh, there's never I don't think never been a discussion about three for or two. no no yeah. not didn't no. Um, we have discussed like have adding like game modes or stuff like that where you could be like two or something mm. like that. Mm, okay. Um, uh, or some ways of like a circumstance or something like that where you could change that, but um, I don't really know for in 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 Vermintide. It's different in Vermintide and in Darktide because since in, in Darktide we allow uh, multiple of the same class, so we don't have that problem. But in Vermintide, the, the reason why we did five instead of doing four uh, was so if you wanted to play one class uh, and that was already taken, at least you had two yeah, options. Right. Uh, so you didn't sort of end up with whatever was left uh, if you were the last one to the party. So that, that, that was the reason why we did five in Vermintide um, to, to, to always have give players at least one option. Yeah. Um, uh, in Darktide, that's not a problem anymore. So we can have four classes since you can be four ogrins. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't really matter anymore. So, so yeah. Um, so that, that's a difference. Uh, but yeah. I've just noticed it in a lot of games. I, I never knew if it was throughput, you know, like they're just the graphics, you know, it's just like, hey, four is a lot, you know, three is, yeah, seems I don't, to work. I've, uh, I've, I've also noticed the three person player sort of co-op trend. I don't really know where that is coming from. I don't know. I, it's, uh, I guess it's it's uh, probably makes it easier. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's less less variation to consider. Like, there's not an uh, there three people. Um, like, the more you add, the more you have to balance. Yeah. Uh, there's more like the the the, uh, the balance matrix just becomes harder. Yeah. Might be the case. I don't know, but I, I haven't I haven't really thought about it. But yeah, I, I have noticed it, but I haven't really thought about why that is. Yeah, it seems. I mean, it seems like it works for some games, right? Like it yeah. works fine, yeah, and definitely. then others it doesn't. Yeah. I'm personally a much uh, bigger fan of four. Uh, I always yeah. have that thing where it's not the classes, it's the people who want to play, where we want four yeah. people to play and only three can in those three-player games. And you're yeah. like, oh, crap, one person can't come to join the party. Yeah. But I, I do get why they do it. Do you have anything else, uh, Absy, before I start asking him about food? No, with that three-player, four-player thing, so I know in Vermintide, obviously, you have, let's say I just want to play with a friend with no other people, no matchmaking. There's two other yeah. bots, right? Have you, ever, yeah. have you guys ever looked at like um, scaling it down to only two people in the whole, like two characters playing? Or were you always like, okay, it's always going to be four, and we're just going to substitute with bots instead? Yeah, that, that, we, it, it, it's always four, but we are playing around with ideas of allowing you to do, yeah. uh, like you said, a mod, like maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, dude. Mm. It, two really good players. Have you ever seen? I'm sure Victor has, but you'll watch somebody who's really good at Vermintide, and I'll be like, Man. yeah. But there's this uh, in Vermintide. We have this. Um, 
community thing called True Solo, where they the first thing they do is that they kill off the bots and then they go. <laughs> uh, it became this thing. There, there we had a player called JSAT that was like really big in the community and he was insane playing the game. He just he played it insanely much and he just became so good at it that it was, we were like, what the fuck is this guy yeah. doing? How is this possible? You're not supposed to be able to do this stuff. Right. And he, but so he, he, he sort of invented this true solo mode. Um, uh, and and they also they had true solo and then there was white runs where you would play in Vermintide. You always had your starting weapons. You couldn't mm -hmm. get rid of them. Uh, so be, and the reason was why you had them was um, if you threw out all your weapons, yeah. you got rid of them. We had to had something to put in your slot so you couldn't get rid of every weapon. That was like the technical reason why we kept yeah. them in. But it ended up becoming a thing where players were playing with the sort of default oh my weapons. God. And they call it. And they call it the white run because they were white weapons. Uh, <laughs> oh, and so, wow. so true solo white runs was like that. Then you're like the god of Vermintide. Uh, so that that became a thing. <laughs> That's it, my favorite thing in games when oh, they God. like they 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 give you a playground where you can make your own challenges like Elden Ring where yeah, it's yeah, like okay yeah. I'm gonna do this whole thing with a bow this whole yeah, thing yeah, exactly. without ever dodging or naked you know? or without leveling up or uh, yeah yeah. Didn't somebody oh, do a yeah. no hit? Already. Oh yeah! Oh, for sure. There's no hit. There's there's so many different. So I saw, dude. I saw a girl kill kill uh, kill Millennia. Was it Millennia? With one hand. With no, no, not even. Uh, with, a, with a dance dance revolution. Yeah, pass. dance oh, yeah, dance yeah, revolution. Yeah, yeah. I saw the other girl exactly. beat one of the characters Crazy. with just using the sound, which also once yeah. again does indicate, you know, how how sound is important. But she knew the patterns and she knew what sound uh, indicated okay. so without watching. Uh, yeah, without watching. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, just that makes me mad makes me mad yeah, I, I don't have that skill man like i see somebody yep. do that and i'm like dude it took me like 10 times to beat that guy and that of course they took that's oh, one yeah. thing we forget is that you know that's they why they're good this. but at the yeah. same time you see the the best of right we all see that it's it's the instagram of of like game playing where they're like look at my one time and then you do find out it took them forty thousand. Yeah, that's mm. that's the thing like you as devs like so i see i watch you know a lot of speedrunners, and and they like people think, okay, they they're not appreciating the little things in the game, but they've played the game so many times that they know yeah. exactly where everything and yeah. everything you know they appreciate every little thing. Do you guys like um, look at like your speedrunning community, or do you guys have like a kind of like speedrunners within the Vermintide community? I haven't seen anything like to the sort of extent of like the speed running well, what is that called the games done quick uh, type of thing where good, like, yeah. Uh, yeah where they like complete like Zelda in two seconds and stuff like that i haven't seen anything like that but yeah but but i mean this jsat guy uh, he when we found him it completely changed how we looked at our game and like how we balanced it and how we uh, doing vermintide 2 we we changed a lot of things due to the way he had played we actually <laughs> flew him him and three other guys oh, over damn. to stockholm he lived in the states and we flew them over to stockholm just to hang out with us they got to play vermintide 2 before anybody else had seen it and and we discussed with them like okay so try to break it what do you do how well, what types of what things can you see that will sort of you will be able to sort of uh, uh use and stuff like that so yeah yeah that's amazing it has it has very much uh, uh changed how we how we design and do stuff I, I, yeah quite, no matter no matter how good your bot is or whatever there's always mm. some things you can see that are botish and so mm -hmm. the idea of somebody who's that good and watching them and being like oh i didn't know if you do these three things and then jump off this yeah. rock you can slide down yeah, the exactly. side of the rock yeah. and and not die in momentum do yeah. some crazy halos yeah. that way remember yeah. the halo stuff yeah. where you're just like oh go ahead go ahead victor sorry 
Yeah, but it's a, there's a lot of momentum things where that they found where find where they're like they do some kind of move and they do it in a yeah. certain rhythm and then they can sort of trigger the whatever and it just goes faster and yeah stuff like that. I I know you guys. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but last question. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things I've been seeing that has lit my fire are remix modes as mods. They have, no. and you guys already have this sort of with your with your um your system, your AI looking at how the game is going. Have you ever seen Sekiro remix mods where they push a button and it's all the enemies are all different oh, places? No. Yeah, dude, I'm telling no, you, no, I, I've heard about it, but no, I have never actually they, looked it, at it. It's yeah. it's magical, man, because mm -hmm. the developer, especially in a Sekiro game, you guys are already doing this in a way because of yeah. the way you've got everything. But yeah. watching Sekiro or Hitman has one. And watching them hit a button and then totally different enemies in a spot that the developer had spent hours, yeah. you know, game hours, yeah, making yeah. sure these two enemies are very difficult here. And suddenly it's an ogre. Fuck mm. those ogres, by the way, in Sekiro. But you got those ogres <laughs> and they're grabbing you. And, and that's the thing about game players that they feed back directly to and mod makers. That's another thing. Yeah. Mods are so crazy. And that's the last question I have. I did get a question. Are you guys looking at mods, uh, mod uh, ability in the future, anything? And mm. if you can't talk about it, it's totally fine. Uh, I, I, all I can say is that we're not doing it, at least not at launch. Uh, not I, for the future, who knows? But um the, the, we have changed how we do the game. It is now server-based, so uh, that makes it not really possible in the same way as mm. we did in Vermintide. Because yeah. Vermintide is peer-to-peer, -peer and this is dedicated servers, so you can't do it in the same way. So, but yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. I mean, down the line, we might do it, but it's not going to be there at the launch. Uh, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. And then Ramen. So let's discuss this. So you said yeah. so <laughs> as a big, as a big. I mean, like I would say maybe even bigger than video games is food for you and mm. cooking and stuff like that. You say you're working on ramen. I think that's what you said at the starting. Yeah. I'm like, dude, ramen is a is like, how do you work on ramen? Because to me, ramen, there's one way to cook ramen. Cook it until yeah. the noodles are noodly and then yeah. eat them. So what do you mean by you're working on ramen? It, it depends on how ambitious you are. <laughs> say it's you. Uh, say it's you. Say yeah, say somebody's yeah, coming no, and they like ramen. Me, it took me uh, maybe two years to be able to make a good bowl of ramen. I need him and but Andy on the same good. podcast because Andy's a so, chef too. Andy. Uh, no, but now, now I do my own broth. So it, <laughs> that takes like a day. Oh, you, shit. You, cook a broth and then i do my own chasu so you know the pork uh, mm -hmm. that you braise in in the, in soy and meat and stuff uh, that takes like four hours and then i do my own noodles so that takes uh, about three or four hours as well and stuff like that so i do everything from scratch and that so and and, and i started out with doing like um i, I started with like um What's it? What they call like the three-minute noodles? You know, yeah, the, right. for the yeah. cheap ones. Exactly. So I started with those, and I did my own. I, well, I did like I took, took like a one of those um, broth pe uh, little mm -hmm. cubes. Yeah. Started like that, and then just and I evolved from there. So then I started doing my own broth, but still used the the sort of uh, instant noodles, and then I decided to learn how to do noodles and all that stuff. So it took me about two years until I felt like okay, now I can do all of the parts correctly. Uh, and, and I, I watched a lot of YouTube clips and yeah, uh, right. And <laughs> yeah, I, I know um, from playing Yakuza actually. Mm. That in Japan, there's like three different ways that people like ramen. You can have it like more hard, and then more soft, yeah, yeah. and mm. then right in the middle. Right? What's your yeah, like favorite? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, just like pasta, you can have uh, like different uh, al dente or yeah. like different uh, how hard you want them. 
I think, but in 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 Japanese, I've never actually had this. I I can't remember what's it called. It's tsukemen, I think, where yeah. you have the noodles on the side and you have the broth instead of having the noodles in the broth, you get a bowl of noodles and you get a bowl of broth and you dip the the noodles in the broth and eat them like that. I never had it because there's no place in Stockholm that does that. So mm. that's I think I need to go to uh, Tokyo to have that actually. So that but would yeah. change the texture of it, and that's why people because you get that crunch with the noodles yeah I guess, and then or... you can also have a even more um you can have a even more sort of uh, the soup can be even stronger so because you oh, just dip the, right. the, the noodles in the in the in the soup you can have the, the soup being even like have a stronger flavor i think that's the reason that you can have it like thicker and stuff like that we talked about uh, this before you picked up um you just picked this up naturally right you just started you realized you sort of like cooking and then over time, yeah, of just yeah, 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 cooking is like my it's like my uh, therapy or like uh, my um, meditation. Like I, I can come home from work and be like uh, tired yeah. or like uh, a bit sort of anxious or whatever, and then I just go cook and it all goes away. And so just so like cooking for an hour every day is like my 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 meditation. And so yeah, I are really you a like silent it. cooker? As in you like to do it on your own or uh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, right, right. That's I usually, usually nowadays I put on my headphones because I have two kids. Uh, I put on headphones, put on like a podcast and, and I, I cook. That's how I do it. And I, I like to do everything myself. So, yeah. You mean all the parts, like you were saying with Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah like but the... exactly. I, I don't want to get help. The, the, the thing I hate the most is like you're having dinner for somebody and they come over and they always have to be like polite. And I'll say, chop oh, can the... I help you with something? Yeah. No, no, but can I help? I'm like, no, no, please get out of the kitchen just get the hell out of here this is mine this is mine don't help me <laughs> what um did this start when you were young that you started to realize you like to do this i think I, I used to like to cook with my mom when i was small like really small uh i always liked going grocery shopping and stuff like that and then yeah. when i moved moved from home and i was like 20 or something like that i moved in with a friend of mine and the deal was i got to sleep at his apartment for like half a year if i cooked so i cooked every day <laughs> that's a uh, wicked uh, deal man that's awesome yeah, that's a good deal yeah so so that's i think that's like where it started but i think it started way back with my mother like she always cooked really good food for us and i always liked helping her out so i i guess and all of my brothers are the same i have two brothers two older brothers and they are we're all like pretty good cooks and we all have our own style so uh, and like the only thing during summers we we have a summer house where we hang out and yeah like the only thing we talk about is like okay what we're we gonna have for dinner like what are we doing today who's gonna cook and what, what are we gonna eat and that's like what we discuss Th that's awesome though uh sort of also not just grocery store but connecting you to your mm -hmm. mom and stuff like that like i i think a lot of us have something that we connect with our family and i hadn't really i mean i hear a lot of times from some people like they remember sunday dinners but it's not the cooking yeah. they remember it's the result so it's interesting mm -hmm. you got the cooking part out of it where a lot yeah. of people i know i don't remember how andy um by the way uh, andy lenique he's uh he's done pr he worked for microsoft that's who i'm talking about okay. he mm -hmm. he's a huge chef he just got his new by the way shout out to him he got his new uh chef podcast going up where he makes food from games so like Resident mm -hmm. Evil food and, you know, he'll, oh, he's cool. like working on yeah. that. Well, I'm trying to go uh, fly there and, and do a, a, do one with him. He, uh, he's always been big into the family kind of stuff and uh, cooking is comfort, which is so interesting to me because mm -hmm. cooking stresses me out. So okay, I, yeah. I'm speed 
Obviously, you're thinner than me. Maybe that's where we found our our problem right there. But um, um, I'm uh, I look thinner than I am. <laughs> head up, right? Uh, uh, but when it comes to that, is there anything you guys go? You said to the cabin uh, or or mm. a getaway with your family. Yeah. Um, what else do you do for like de-stressing? Or is I mean, cooking sounds like its main one. But is there? Do you read? I think we've talked about this before. Are you a big Very movie watcher? Actually. I, I watch a lot of movies and I love music. I listen to a lot of music and I, I watch a lot of movies. And I, I also, I have like a, <laughs> I realized that I have like a sliding scale of um, what I do. Uh, uh, and it's going to sound bad, but like on the bottom is YouTube. <laughs> when I'm really tired, uh -huh. I watch YouTube. And then comes like uh, series or like watching series. Then right. comes movies. And yep. then comes games. Like games is for me. That's like you have to be active and you have mm -hmm. to correct. Uh, yeah. So, so when I'm really tired, I, I can't play games. I'm, yeah. oh, I'm too tired. So then, like, so, so sadly, I have to say that YouTube is on the bottom. That's I don't think I'm that's really sad. About. I think we would all agree. YouTube <laughs> is it's passive, right? But and I it, love YouTube. I watch, watch a lot of YouTube. Oh, dude, it's it's. Yeah, um, Sam. Remember, I mean, you're not as old as me. I think I'm the oldest one in this group. But like, you get. I remember I would go to the library. And I would get like six books. I would always check out under two names because they only let you get three. And I was a voracious yeah. reader. So I would I had two names and I would get and she let me. She knew. Obviously, it was the same friggin kid standing in front of her. Mm. But I would get and I, to me, I think almost everybody has a level of investment and uh, like TV shows or you, YouTube being the lowest makes sense to me because you can turn it on. And it's not there's no you're not yeah. required where games are high. Games are quite yeah. high. And um, I especially like if I'm reviewing games are it. Like everything's yep. shut down, it's headphones. But have you found true, truthfully, you can be truthful. Have you found it harder mm -hmm. to enjoy video games because you're a developer? Um, I don't think so. I, no, I, actually, I don't think so. Um, almost awesome. the opposite, maybe. Uh, but but I do. Wow. I don't play as much mm -hmm. anymore. Right. I, I don't think that's because I'm a developer. I, I think it's just because I'm two kids. getting older and more. Yeah, yeah two kids. Mm -hmm. uh, I I have like an hour a day maybe where I can or two where I can play. Yeah. Uh, so I I find it harder and harder to go into like bigger games or like I, I can only do one every two months or whatever I, like I, I play i played like elden ring for like two months uh, Same, and stuff yeah. like that yeah but but and then and then i then i don't play anything for maybe two months and then now i'm playing world of warcraft is different that's like i can always play world of warcraft that's yeah like, it's like I, on I, the I, side I, right you don't I, even I'm, not, it. <laughs> I'm not thinking i'm just playing it's just that's a different type of game but like, i i can it can i can sort of feel that i have um sort of like uh, adverse feeling towards like starting a big game. Like yeah. it, it, uh, I think the next one for me is going to be uh, Ragnarok, uh, God of War. Is I love God yeah. of War. The, oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that, that's going to be my next one. Um, but yeah, so, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with me being a game developer. Actually quite the opposite. Like I, I love playing games and being just sort of insanely impressed of what stuff they're more doing. appreciative. Yeah. Somebody yeah, asked yeah, me that a couple days uh, ago. Like I, they were like, why do you still review? And I'm like, dude, my curiosity for games knows no bounds. None. True. Yeah. I'll wake up at 3 a.m. workout. And then I'm instantly reading, watching GDCs, watching your guys's like, if you guys do a trailer, somebody does yeah. a trailer that I like for a game and I'll watch that. And then I'll look at every little thing and it's not dead. So I don't. I know no. why some people it maybe burns them out. I don't know if it maybe Fat Shark has a, you know, maybe a more healthy style. You know, I I, I don't know yeah. what it is, man. But I do hear some 
who they say don't make your hobby your job and i get it i totally do yeah. get it but at least for me and will, it sounds like for say, you it hasn't become a thing oh, go ahead Ashley. i will say though as like a developer like after university and like learning like going to you know software engineering and all that like uh i have become way more critical about ux design oh god yeah, yeah. i'm way more critical man <laughs> nothing bothers me more yeah. than bad ux that, that's like the yeah. one big thing you know yeah, yeah. i think I, I, I think that's important i'm in a stage right now where it's like yeah like okay i play like a big game where i can immerse myself and only play the game every once in mm -hmm. a while but like between that i just like i have like youtube or a podcast or something i just like those games like factorio or something like random just to see numbers go up and something yeah. you can like idle while you like watch something or like wow yeah. or anything like that you know um, and then like and then a big game comes out and i just immerse myself it's interesting because Abzi and I both, well, I read the most, I think. But uh, Victor, you didn't really bring up books. Uh, is that just been no, something? Um, that... No, but I, I, I'm uh, mildly dyslectic. So I think I've hmm. always had a hard time reading. Uh, yeah. It takes me uh, quite a while. I, I used to read more when I like had more energy yeah <laughs> but but yeah it's it's been a while now actually uh, since i read it yeah uh, a full book i think it's I, especially when you're working on computers and stuff there's some very good stuff my wife is into psychology and that's what she does and you start reading yeah. the differences uh in people's uh, ability to focus if they're accustomed to the internet developing games what you know if yeah. somebody's looking at tree structures in some unreal engine for years sometimes it's difficult to pop out and try to follow a book because your brain is yeah. you know now becomes so <laughs> patterned on some other way in fact you were doing it when you were mentioning like you know the developer names of a of a bad guy in your game versus the yeah. you know game the yeah, name yeah, yeah, we yeah. may know and that's that's yeah. just what happens and uh it's uh, as somebody who loves reading i i do like at times wish more people would read but it it also just seems like a sign of the times man like i know a lot mm. of people will watch a youtube spoiler video for 30 minutes instead of watching a movie and i'm like dude what are you doing yeah, yeah. what are you there's doing so much content out there man there's just yeah. so much content everywhere yeah. but i i can definitely see us using the like what's it called dolly yeah. Uh, yep. uh, for for doing like textures maybe quick uh, no but like quick concepts mm -hmm. uh, on a, in an early design stage when you were like doing a, you're doing like a level design documentation like coming up with ideas i can definitely see us using dolly for for like mood stuff and yeah. like that uh, but it, it i mean so far at least it, you, it doesn't compare to what we actually need because what we actually need is detail and what it doesn't do good is detail yeah, right. like when you when you when you really look at the picture they usually don't make sense they make sense in like a glance like it looks yeah this looks like this is the mood we're going for but they don't make sense in the okay how we're we actually going to build this then it would be completely useless but, but yeah I, I can definitely see us like going forward that we i like in a design phase i just need a picture to tell the story here mm -hmm. just go do a dolly like i want uh whatever like that da, 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 right yeah take a section of the page and just put it in there and see what you get and like oh, i'll take that one it's yeah. it is going to be interesting to see where everything goes like i said for creatives in particular because in the past when manufacturing came up a lot of it was about people who worked with their hands were hard workers robots replaced yeah. them in some places but there was there's always somebody who doesn't want to do something so i'm not saying displaced people had an easier chance at those times i'm just simply saying that sometimes that transfer was a little might have been it might have had more options and one of the things i've been worried about is i have a lot of friends who are writers a lot of friends who paint a lot of friends and one mm. of my friends is a concept artist and yeah. i sent him a mid journey. Uh, you can even tell it what artist. And so I said, Sid Mead, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's the guy yeah. who basically created, you know, the mass effect look and all yeah. the old. And 
dude, I mean, he was pretty nervous about it. He was like, because one of the yeah. problems with concept artists a lot of times is a developer may say, we want an idea. And so they are blurting ideas at that time. And yep. especially you'll see it in the art of uh, Valhalla, where they show concept art, which isn't super detailed. It's just like, you know, yeah, it's just the, yeah, that, that feel, that good. mood, like you said. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting time. I think it's highly advantageous for health. And I mean, we're seeing AI that can find cancer easier. You know, like those guys just spec spectacular in that in that format. But um, I think also it's it sort of brings us back, though. And maybe that's one of the reasons why it was giving some of the answers. But, you know, in the way you guys are using A.I. already for your your um, you yeah, know, the yeah, what's yeah. it called? The what do you, dungeon master? What what do you guys director? Yeah. A.I. director. director yeah. Um, yeah. Last question, because this brings me back. Man, that was weird. Mm -hmm. um, did you make big changes to the AI director between Vermintide 1 and 2 and then between Vermintide and Darktide? Or is that more of a system that just can make its own changes because of how it's There's made? There's um, refinements, but nothing super drastical. But it's definitely refinements and like improvements. Uh, they, they're, they're, they, it's all based on like the initial setup that yeah. we've done. It's been, it's been pretty close but yeah i mean it, at the same time yes we have definitely done improvements but and and and, and probably the coders would murder me and say like we, we <laughs> you're like we've done nothing and they're like yeah, what are you talking about no, 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 we did everything yeah. But yeah you know no but i mean it's it's it fundamentally it's the same system but it's uh, we've improved it over time definitely. excellent uh is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up anything any cool stuff you can talk in anything i don't want to don't want to... Anything you want to promote or like say? Uh, yeah, do you have or... a new trailer dropping for any uh, stuff in the next? No, we that have. You can talk about? There will be uh, coming soon. We will have a big uh, closed beta test that we will announce the dates of. I'm soon. signing I up. Can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly when, but it will be soon. So, so keep, keep your if you're interested, keep your eyes to our channels, and you will know soon when when it's hitting. When yeah, it's make sure to subscribe to Fat Shark's channel. I've been checking their stuff out. Were you on a stream too? No, no, no. Somebody who I thought it was, it was you. Okay, okay. Got no, it. no, it was. I think it was Mats, and it was Steven, our producer, mm. uh, and Mats, the combat designer. Yeah. yeah, and anybody who knows me, you know, I talk about my love for. I mean, dude, you guys have made a phenomenal series. Like, I don't know what to say, man. Like, um, not only are you a cool person, we got to meet O'Neill, of course, and you know, mm. a bunch of people at that event, but uh, Vermitide's pretty. Uh, you know, as a big fan of Warhammer since before you know you guys made vermintide and stuff yeah. like that it's really very close to what i was what i didn't know i needed because i didn't even know that yeah, type yeah. of game was possible and mm -hmm. i just gotta say man hats off to you guys because not only do you change stuff if if it's hit uh, and you know you've made mistakes you guys have talked about that you've made amazing strides in in this thing and you in that thing and you've talked about those as well but you're always listening and i think that Personally, Dark Tide's probably one of the number one most like look forward games. I know everybody's it's looking forward to God of for War. It's mine for 2022. I mean, it's I like God of War, but it's not the same. I'll play it once. <laughs> That's insane. That's I'll crazy. play it once. Um, Dark Tide, I will not play once. I will. Uh, mm -hmm. And and dude, I gotta say, man, you guys, I don't know what magic sauce you guys got with that up close smashing each other combat, but fuck yeah it's the good melee it's nailed like it's so hard I and i want to like, see how ranged works because i personally didn't yeah. mind using the dwarf's crossbow i enjoyed uh, it in valhalla so the idea that that's just going to be augmented and you're still going to be able to do up close which was why i wanted you on too to talk about yeah like where your where your you know your dividing line is man i'm excited i mean dude i would say dark tide's probably the highest like i know people want god of war but 
the God of War is already God of like it's a thing, and I'm gonna play it, and that's great. Mm. But Dark Tide, it's I want to live known, in. Uh, it is. You know, it's gonna be good. And, well, not. I don't even mean that, is, so. Victor. I just mean I know who's in it, and I know. Yeah. I know what the path probably is. I didn't even know you guys were doing different voiceovers for as you got more powerful. Uh, so, like, there's a there's something that attracts me to these kind of games when they're good that I find myself because I have Vermintides all installed like they there's a few games I don't know about you guys but I usually have like 10 games they just don't yeah. get uninstalled and Vermintide mm -hmm. and Vermintide 2 they're just they're they're those, something so, you can always kudos. go back to mm -hmm. it's definitely my favorite yeah. uh, like Left 4 Dead like game it is it Even is over Left 4 Dead honestly I always have it I always way like, over Left 4 yeah. Dead for me I don't know that what it awesome was to hear. yeah yeah and you guys humbling. have done it I mean, <laughs> well it's humbling but dude you can tell when you're talking about it and uh, like I said I, uh, talking to other people I is O'Neill still at, is uh Leem still at uh Raw Fury yeah I think so yeah yeah, yeah. um but you guys have <laughs> I remember playing that game talk about somebody who was way better than us um when, yeah. when we when we tested that in that little small office when I first yeah, met yeah. you guys but you guys like every time I talk to you guys, you guys are one of the, I don't know, man. It's just one of the few companies that you, you've got a pretty good dial in, even if you, you know, something's not working. And I think right now in gaming, that's something that a lot of gamers are worried about. A lot of gamers are starting to get worried that everybody's NFTs were a big deal. You know, Ubisoft <laughs> is like, here, let's do NFTs. And I'm not saying <laughs> NFTs. I don't I don't even want to go there. But it's it's what I mean is overarching. You hear that a lot where it's like yeah. the companies aren't looking back. And I've personally felt that despite even me not liking something, I, I can always go, oh, I, I get it. And I wanna also thank you for clarifying something that a lot of developers do not clarify. And we've been talking about it in a lot of podcasts, and that's that when you make a decision in your first game or, or in the game, it may not allow you to make a decision later that you wanna change, even if everybody wants to change it. Like there's yeah. some core skeleton framework you've got, and you're like, guys, we would love to do. It's not as easy as just plugging something in. And yeah. um, you're very good at explaining those things. And I think that m more people should ask that of devs uh, because mm -hmm. I do think a lot of negative publicity would probably be pulled away just a tiny bit if a dev was like, oh, we would, you know, we can't. Like, it's just yeah. the way we want to <laughs> do this, it, 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 it would break other things or it would make other things. Yeah, like an, another example of that, like we, we um, when we released Vermintide 2, we, we had on our roadmap to do dedicated servers. And oh. we tried to do dedicated service for Vermintide 2, but we just couldn't do it. In yeah. the end, we 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 gave up. We had a guy working on it for like six months or something like that. And in the end, it was like, this is not going to be worth it. It's not going to yeah. be what the players want because it's not going to work like they think it's going to work because of how we built the system, how the yeah. network is set up. So it's not gonna it's not gonna be what they want. So we can't do this. So in the end, we just had to go out and say, like, sorry guys, we we know we said we're gonna do it, but we're not gonna do it anymore because we can't do it. Like we we want to do it. We we understand that you you guys want it, but the way we this build, game was built, it just doesn't make sense. So that's the reason why we when we did Dark Tide, we had to decide from the get go to go dedicated servers, and then rebuild the whole engine for yeah. that like the whole code base is different like how everything is handled is completely different than it was in Vermintide 2 uh so so that's like an example of stuff like we, it's not that we didn't want to do it it's like and a lot of people got really pissed off at us but like 
we, we just couldn't do it in the way that they wanted us to do it. So we yeah, we had to just say, like, sorry, but it, it's not going to happen. And, yeah. And that's just how it is. Yeah, I sometimes, wish you the best oh, of luck on launch, by the way. I yeah, wish you dude, the launch is always a scary thing. I'm sure he's going to have and, a little and, and less people, hair when and, when launch comes up. He's pulling it out worried. Gamers get, gamers get so mad because they think yeah, it's yeah. so easy. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, just yeah, fix it, guys. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm relatively stressed about the launch day. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Game Pass, right? You're have so many yeah. people just like yeah. oh yeah yeah and uh so everybody if you get a chance check out the channel subscribe to that you're going to be able to see you know when that beta comes up at some point in the future make sure to sign up for it once again victor dude it's a pleasure to know you man uh, outside of games i love talking to you and inside of games it's even more enlightening for me as a reviewer to come away and go oh well I wasn't thinking about that. And <laughs> it, it, it's awesome because all that does is allow me to say that in a review and then hopefully that gets spread out or in a podcast and yeah. more people can sort of understand at least how you guys do it and then compare mm -hmm. and contrast that to others. And uh, yeah, man, it's been it's been a pleasure knowing you. It's a pleasure having you on. This will be the fourth or fifth time. Because you I did a so, three-person, yeah. you did the one. Yeah, so fourth or fifth time. Yeah. Um, but thank you also to everybody watching. If you get a chance, you know, jump into the jump into the open beta. I'm going to be the number one player. What was his name? What was the number one player on Vermitide you guys had? J-Slat. J-Slat. J-Sat. J-Sat. It'll be K-Sat. Watch yep. out for K-Sat. <laughs> that dude's going to rock. Peace out, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Have a good one. Um, Thanks for having me, guys.